Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? When you work with Edward Jones, they focus on what's important to you. You'll work together and use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And they'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Visit edwardjones.com or stop by the office of Todd Nash in Coralville, Jeff Rudolph, or Scott McGill in Iowa City, or or Travis Whitmore in North Liberty. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Oh man, here we go again. Up early, feed the dog, out the door, traffic, at the office, boss in some kind of mood today, no time for lunch, annoying coworker, no time to relax, bedtime. Then we gotta do it all again? Uh, no way. Because the best way to break up the mundane every day is to play. At Wild Rose Casino and Resort, slots, tables, sports, and a whole lot of perks when you join and play with your club wild card. So, let's play. Wild Rose Casino and Resort, Clinton. <coughs> Great way to start. Hogfanatic.com brought to you by Patrick Eads and his staff at Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln. On Mormon Trek, Steve Anderson, Hawkeye Title and Settlement, Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars, GT Car and his crew at Supel Siding, Building, Remodeling. Also, Supel's Flowers, the home of 1-800-800-ROSE. The Midtown Family Restaurants, Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, 101 South Dubuque Street, downtown Iowa City. The Sanctuary Pub on South Gilbert. Premier Automotive in North Liberty, the Oxyoke Inn in the Amanas. Streets Maintenance, the Wild Rose Casino in Clinton, and Dr. Lance Forbes Diamond Dental in Cedar Rapids. Here's Tom Souter and Pat Hardy from hawkfanatic.com. So, Mr. Soboroff, you can answer a question for us. Okay. We were just speaking of former major leaguer Pete Lecoq. Yeah. And his father was a talk show host, but we can't remember was which it a, one. I thought it was a game show. Or game show host, I mean. So just Google it. Just Pete Lecoq, father. See what comes up. And it's going to... And I think we. it's not Gene Rayburn. It is not Gene Rayburn. Chuck Woolery, who's nuts. Um, <laughs> and it's I, not the gong show guy. Chuck Barris was a little nuts. I know I bring it up all the time, but Jim Carrey's portrayal of Chuck Woolery is just and was it on Living Color when he would do that? God, it was funny. Pete Lacock. L A C O Capital C O C K. So I thought you'd you'd know that remember that for sure, Steve. He may not have known it. Mm-hmm. Uh Peter Marshall. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hollywood Squares. Okay, that's right. Yeah. Yep. Well we we had everything but go. the name. Everything but the name. Getting old sucks, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, it really does. Sixties approaching. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> Don't get better, buddy. <laughs> no. I did though have a dream. I heard it, but it, the, it I heard it was the greatest. Sweaty. Dream. And st- we don't need to go there. Oh, you've already greatest told. Greatest dream. I've, you've really? Already t- Phoebe Cates. 
Naked. Well, isn't she 76 now? I don't care. She was naked and she was young. In 1982. Uh, well, she's fast times at Ridgemont High, right? I guess, yeah. So 41 is. years from then. Actually, she's probably early this 60s. This wasn't the older. This the younger was, version? This was the younger version. And, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, no. And I you mean, guys, you know. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. She, that was, wasn't her big movie, Fast Times at Ridgemont yeah. High? Yeah. Which... I liked it. I didn't like it. I, it wasn't like a cult movie for me like it was for some people. I, it no, was okay. but I liked it. It was okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, Sean Penn's character was different than a lot of the characters he's played over the years. It was uh, more of a seminal movie for Anne's generation. You know, there's six years between Still Anne looking and good. Still looking good. Phoebe Cates Yeah. And we showed that movie to our girls, and they just didn't get it. Yeah. Oh, I could see that. Oh. I, I know. Why? They just thought it what sucked. Did they see Animal? Have they what seen Animal House? Did you ever show yeah, them Animal? Yeah, yeah. They didn't like that no, either, did they? No, yeah, no. no. It's just I don't know. It's a generational no. thing. And uh, they were off- offended by Blazing Saddles. They were offended. <laughs> yes. The you think the fart scene had something to do with that? Nope. The the old lady who. Sorry about the peers ha- blank. Yeah. 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 There was some na- there was yep. some nastiness in that yeah. movie. Seventies. Yep. It couldn't be made now. Oh God, no! But no, the girls, my girls, did not, uh, did not get it. Well, you raised a bunch of prudes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Well, they only have two kids. You made it sound like they raised a tribe. <laughs> two daughters. Well, they got two. who don't like Blazing Saddles and Animal <laughs> yeah. House, and what's yeah. the other one? Well, Do they like Caddyshack? Best times at no, Cat- no. I don't like that either. I don't think they've seen it. I okay, I didn't like Caddyshack. I, oh, I love. I know Caddyshack. you did. I didn't like Stripes either. I like Stripes. Bull Durham. The only Major thing, League. The only thing all those movies have going for them, Woke. as far as my girls are, is that they're in color. Um, okay, all right. Do they like Andy anything, Griffith episodes, black and white? No, anything black and white is totally off the board. Yeah. Oh, uh, our friend Sam Walker sent me an article that. Uh, uh, dispels everything about Andy Griffith that you love. <laughs> Sent me that at five o'clock this morning. Saying what? That he was like a serial killer <laughs> a, away from the stage? I didn't read it. I didn't have time to read it. <laughs> well, if things get slow here during the program, we can always. There you go. But, uh, I mean, the worst thing I've heard about Andy Griffith, I guess, if there is that he and what's her name? His. Thelma Lou? No, uh, that was Barney's. Barney's. Um, Helen, that they had an yeah. affair. Yeah. Uh, I'd heard that. You know, but like I said, if you just watch the show, Barney's character's raunchy. He's trash. Oh, like, completely. I mean, the, the way he treats women and some of the remarks he makes. I mean, he's everything but a racist on that show. But there's no black people around him other than in the background. No, they did have blacks in the background, but there was, I don't think there was ever a black person until they did the colored version. Some. Uh, <laughs> Well, when it turned color, yeah. not about 1967, they had a black guy who played the lead character. He was an NFL football player and a uh, master piano player, and he was coaching Opie's football team. And the lesson of that show was you can do more than one thing at one time. You can be a good piano player and a good football player. Remember that one? Yeah. Barney wasn't on that one, though. That show lost its soul when Barney left. It sure did. It was nothing after that. It, it, it I mean, really it, he, made, he made that show. Well, he and Andy together, so. Of course, at the time, I, I was bummed, but. I don't, I. Was, the impact of Barney leaving the show is. I was two. Long left me. I, so. I was one and a half, two years old when he left. What were you? Were you like 13, 14? 65? Yeah. 
13. 13, okay. So, yeah, you were 13. yeah you were old enough to remember watching the show when it was out in front. Yeah, see, I don't remember that. Oh, I loved the show. What night was it on? Do you remember? Do you Monday re- nights at 8. What Monday channel? night? CBS. Really? Okay, Monday nights at 8. Is that a good is that a good slot Monday nights? Yeah, it Monday. used to be a huge slot. It was wasn't there, it was the I Love Lucy. Oh, show. there wasn't Monday night football. It was no. prior to Monday night no. football, yeah. No. By Monday night football started what early 70s? Uh, yeah. That sounds or mid 70s. Mid 70s. I was always tired on Tuesdays cuz I'd always somehow stay up to watch my, those games would end pretty late. Well, of course it was a uh, then it was new. Well, and that was so it. So even was, if you weren't a huge pro football it fan, it was just something yeah, wow, there's football, football on Monday night football, isn't that odd? Yeah, I'm old enough to remember Alex Karras, Don Mayer, turn out the lights, the party's First over. First episode on September 21st, 1970. That's Monday night football? Yes. Okay. Oh. So it, it didn't miss Andy Griffith by sure, sure didn't. as much but, as I thought. No. Because Andy Griffith went till 70, sadly, I believe. At the end, it was like Mayberry RFD with that guy from the Quad Cities who yeah, you Ken know Barry. says he's a Barry. nice guy. Ken yeah, yeah. they brutal. Well, that was terrible. It was brutal, man. It was some of the worst television out there. Yeah, he was a nice guy, though. Wasn't Ken Berry in F Troop also? Yes. yes. Yeah, that's when I... That's when we, I mean, we knew his father because he ran an insurance company on 23rd Avenue uh, with the Oh, Steph- he made it pretty big. Stephanie I mean, staff. he did a, Ken Berry was pretty famous. I mean, he did no, a lot. He, he did a lot in Hollywood. No, he'd come yeah, back he and, uh, you know, take us all to. He made know. a nice living, didn't he? I mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he made Yeah, a, he was also uh, on Broadway. and Yeah, he did, did a ton. Would for, he go on the air know, with you on KFMH? Well, since I was like, I don't know, 12 or 13, no. <laughs> well, I meant when you got to KFMH. But. Oh, I've had him on the air. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I thought you meant when he So would he rank as one of the five most famous people from the Quad Cities? Uh, yeah, I would think. Who would that Roger be? Roger Craig. Roger Craig. Yeah. I mean, Johnny Lujak. Uh, Johnny Lujak retired and lived in the Quad, but he wasn't from there, I don't believe, yeah. the former Notre Dame quarterback. He owned car dealerships there. He just recently yeah. died at like the age of 97. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he was the quarterback at Notre Dame when my dad was there. Yeah, no, I don't know. Um, That'd be hard to five. Uh, Boy, I, the quad cities. I'm, I'm stumped at I mean, two. we're I mean, we're drawn blank. Oh, there were, there were, yeah. I mean, uh, whoever was married to, uh, who knew my mother, uh, was married to Fred McMurray. Was he from the quad she cities? came from, no, but his wife came from the quad cities. Uh, Louis Belson. Didn't Cary Grant die in the Quad Cities? Yeah. Yeah, Jen and I saw him die. Seriously. You saw him die? Seriously did. Not. Did you try to help? Well, no, they were carrying him out. Did oh. you run up and try oh, to get God. a last-second autograph? <laughs> I'm serious. Cary, hang on. I got Sign here. Okay. We went. He died at a hotel, didn't he? Or... Yeah, okay. he died at the Blackhawk. He was appearing at the Adler, and I wanted to see him. Uh, so we got tickets. We went to the Blackhawk Hotel. Judy. He never said. <laughs> never said it. I know, but that's the. Yeah, that's the. But anyway, so reputation. Um, and they said the show's canceled, so we were bummed, and we thought, well, we'll go, we'll go to see a movie or something. And I got lost going down the hallway, and I took the wrong turn to the exit, and opened up the door, and they were carrying him out in a gurney. Uh, but he wasn't what dead. door to what he what, wasn't what was it like door a... to the outside oh okay and he wasn't oh so he was outside yeah okay they were carrying him 
Were was, fans there? Huh? Were no. Fa- it was the back entrance and okay. nobody, nobody was what there. What did he die of? Did he die of a heart attack? Stroke. Stroke? Yeah, he was 82. But he was, he, I don't know if he was, if he saw us or not. His eyes were open, but. Imagine you being the last thing you see on Earth. It might have been, except isn't for that, the guy. Isn't maybe, that just weird, though? That is way weird. I mean, so do you feel just, an attachment to Cary Grant? No. Do you ever I go Judy, like Judy, that. Judy? <laughs> no. Goober did that on. Did feel, Goober did. did Goober I did that. That was part of. He used to do Cary Grant. Judy, Judy, Judy. Yeah. <laughs> I feel an attachment. And Edward G. Robinson. I remember, like he'd do that with his lips. <laughs> But it's just so weird. That is creepy. Yeah. Now I'm kind of yeah, creeped out. I'd rather out. think about my uh, dream with Phoebe Cates. Mm. And I felt like I was cheating Jan, but... <laughs> I'm sure well, Jan's if it's not... in your dream, it's probably okay. I'm sure Jan's not worried. <laughs> <laughs> Young Phoebe, though, I mean... Yeah. Like I said, my only image is from Fast Times. I don't remember her in anything else. I don't either. And she really, what was she the was other? Married fe- to Kevin Klein, I think. Who was the other? Fe- was it Winningham or something? Was, no. Um, who was the other? Fe- the kind of the blonde girl. Blondish, red hair, sort of. Yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes. That, that. Yeah. That one. Jennifer okay. Jason. Jennifer Lee. Jason Lee. Okay. Then of course, um, what's his name? The, um, not the other male lead. Yeah, Judge Reinhold's character. That was it was an interesting. Well, movie. he was big for a while, wasn't he? And then my favorite Martian wasn't he the instructor, Ray Walston? Yeah, who didn't like Spicoli? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wasn't he my favorite Martian? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now back to the Hawks. <laughs> we haven't even started the Hawks. Oh, we talked a little bit about something. That was off we? the air, I think. We weren't on the air. We were talking we about did all of our, Yeah, we did all of our Hawk discussion off the air. <laughs> well, he asked me, I mean, um, what Kirk said after the scrimmage Saturday was that it was a tissue, soft tissue injury. I've had some people tell me who are, saw the, because it's on. It's on uh, oh, yeah, we've, most of us. Uh, most of them the said video. they think it looks like a quad, upper quad type injury. Times the only healer. Yeah. Of, of course, they can do stuff to speed things up and massage and whatever they do for heat and whatever. But um, Kirk pretty much said that he was going to miss a few practices. So I think that's assumed. Well, let's hope that's all it is. I assume that's the stage we're now. I mean, I like I said, I have not. I, I'm not text. I'm not emailing Iowa Sports. Hey, what's the latest on Cade? I'm not, and, and I haven't seen anything on any. Have you seen anything? Nothing yeah. anywhere. I just uh-uh. think stuff like this is time. There's still. I know the season opener's coming, but it's not like it's in four days. No. It's still there's still some time. So, I think we just need to be patient. Yeah, with maybe. This. I mean, I uh, maybe wise to keep him out f- for a week. Oh, I, or so. I that was when I thought that he'll miss at least a week. You know, I, um, I would. That would be my guess. And but, maybe that would be prudent. But you just don't know with no, stuff like this. No. I mean, all Kirk told us Saturday was that he was told that it wasn't structural damage. It didn't look like it. Stru- it looked like a muscle, like a like a muscle flare, like a muscle pull or whatever. That's what it looked like just from the way he reacted. Well, hopefully it's a mild one. Well, that's hopefully that's the hope, and that's what Kirk said. He was he hopes that it's on the shorter end of how much time he's gonna miss. I mean, I mean, because that would mean if if Cade can't go Deacon and Hill. Joey Labus hasn't been able to go, you got Deacon Blues and Tommy Paholski. Oh no, and Marco uh, Lainez. Marco Lainez, the freshman Lainez, from New yeah. Jersey. I forgot about him. I mean, I 
other than the exchange, he really had trouble with the exchange. I mean, it, over and over, he in the center that he was working with, I can't remember who the center was. But once he got the ball and rolled out, he looked okay. I was kind of impressed with him. And, I mean, he had some decent offers. He's a big kid. He scrambled from the pocket. Now, granted, I know it's not full contact, but he can move a little bit, throws a nice ball. He just had trouble with the exchange over and over. He was well, having that's trouble. not great either. But I think it's something that can easily be corrected. And um, so, but, yeah, that's um, – I was thinking back, trying to think of anything else I could tell our listeners about that practice, which is now, what, four, five days ago? And, I mean, I think we've pretty much – covered everything i wrote a story about the running backs today i i forgot that i had these quotes from liddell betts and if anyone's earned the right to liddell betts basically just said what he teaches is you've got your running backs have got to finish runs they've got to make it to where those defensive guys just are going to get tired of tackling a running back that continually fights for the and that was betts nobody ran harder than Liddell. no remember some of the really that guy had so little room to run and he still is their second all-time leading rusher yeah two of the Three of the teams that he played for were not very good. I mean, the one Hayden's last team was terrible. Kirk's first team was terrible. Kirk's second team was okay by the end, and then finally they had the breakthrough in four, year four under Liddell. But he just talked about, you know, if you just – these defenses, eventually you can wear them down if you keep finishing runs. And I know that's something they've been trying to stress with Caleb Johnson. I think I think they realize with Caleb Johnson they have somebody with got who has NFL potential, and I'm not sure if he realizes how good he is. And I think – Part from what I'm hearing, the last stage they think for him is just to be able to get that Finish extra strong. extra two, three, four yards, and don't think you can't do it because you can do it. And I think that's what Liddell's trying to instill in these guys, and I think they're fine at running back. I really do. I think they have five on scholarship. They have the fresh walk on from Cedar Rapids. I mean, barring a rash of injuries, I think. Well, barring 2004. Yeah, 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 I think they are fine. I think they're sitting very good at running back. They're sitting very good at tight end. The quarterback situation, if you can get everyone healthy, to me looks pretty solid. And receivers, I mean, I got, I'm still got to wait and see. I mean, I, I mean, we've had a lot of receivers do things in practice that they don't always carry over to the game. But at least with Seth Anderson, Caleb Brown, they added two physical, dynamic playmakers, people that have the kind of talent that you don't always have at Iowa at the receiver position. Combine that with Nico, who, God, he's 23, 23, he's a six – in his sixth well, year he's now. starting his eighth year. Yeah, so, well, if you figure prep school and all that, I think it is his seventh or eighth year. And <laughs> but he's somebody. He's a he's a you know he's a man. He's a 24, 20, and he knows how the game is played. I think he's going to have a big year if he can stay healthy. So I mean, like I said, I the, to me the only place they're really suspect is the, and the line. offensive line. Yep. And if that doesn't work, that can make that all that other stuff we just mentioned not function we saw it last year i mean they had great they had luke lachey and samuel porta's tight ends last year yeah they had caleb johnson and LaShawn williams as running backs under granted caleb was in his first year but he ran for almost 800 yards i mean receiver they were hurting last year that's where you hope you hope that the addition at quarterback and receiver and better offensive line play will lift this and i'm thinking it will i mean barring injuries and we've got to get rid of those Second and thirteens. The negative runs on first 15. down. That's yeah. that's it's the one thing they killer. have. They have, and there were a few of those in the spring practice. Brian Allen shot through and hit. I can't remember who it was. He hit for a like a four or five yard loss. But yeah, those are killer. I mean, because that just puts the quarterback in such a rough yep. situation. Plus, the defense knows you're going to be passing, so it's almost hard. It's really hard to pass block. Plus, you're, you're yeah, and you're behind the chains the whole time, and it's just. 
Yeah. Iowa's offense just isn't built to be behind them. I mean, most no. off, but a lot of offenses are more equipped to handle being behind the chains in Iowa. Iowa's not equipped to be in situations where it has to gain big chunks of yards. They're just not built that way. Hopefully this year they will be built that way a little more. If Cade lives up to what we think he can be, and if Caleb Brown really is this four-star talent that went to Ohio State, if you get him the ball and he can turn a four-yard catch into an 11-yard, they need some of that. Yeah, They need some playmakers too. And they, and they also need to have – I think they need to be more aggressive, and I think they will be this year with Cade. I really do. I think – I think there were times with Spencer, maybe they didn't trust him and they always would take the safe route. Mm-hmm. And I think with Kay, they may be willing more to take some gambles and what have you. And so we'll see. And I know that, I mean, the stuff added to Brian's contract, I get what, I know that the, it, understand when they're saying it, it matters. I mean, I, you know, Kirk did not like that. Oh, I, no. You know, he didn't like, and you know that that's something. But do I think that's going to be what Kirk's going to be like in a game? Hey, we need four points for Brian to get it. No, no. I, don't, I don't see Kirk no. doing that. I don't see Kirk. Kirk wants to win. Kirk wants to period. win. But I also don't see Kirk going for an unnecessary touchdown to help Brian hit those. Some people would agree or disagree with me, but I don't see him doing that. If the game's in hand, I, and let's say they're winning 24 to 3 and there's two minutes. I don't see him saying we got to score. So no, I don't see him doing nope. that. I just don't think he would do that. Hello. Hey. Hello. Captain. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pat. Hey, you were talking about that stud fullback running back. Who? Caleb Johnson. Oh, Caleb Johnson. Yeah, the right. Yeah, Caleb Johnson. No, you were talking about the old days. Um, oh, Liddell Betts. Oh, Liddell Betts. He was not a. He was a running back, not a fullback. Yeah, he was a bull. Yeah. But don't forget Nick Bell. He worked for me at the stadium. Oh, yeah, no, Nick Bell was a big, he was a 250 pound. Liddell was barely 200 pounds. Nick Bell was like 260, 250. He was a moose. Yeah, he was huge. He was played tight in here, too. Yeah, and he used to work. He was a good worker. He was a good kid. Good to hear. What'd you pay him per hour? No, I, I worked for the athletic department. Oh. I didn't pay him. Oh. The athletic department paid him. Oh. Yeah. All right. Good. I'm sorry to change the subject, but it brought back a memory. Oh, no, that's no, fine. No, yeah. totally cool. Yeah, Nick Bell was good memories. Yeah. Oh, yeah, those were the heydays. There you go. Yeah. Carry on. All right. Mm-hmm. Nick Bell, 1990, Rose Bowl. He and Tony Stewart were a nice one-two punch. They were. I'll never forget, I was working at the register at the time, 1990, and I was covering a high school swimming meet at Dowling of all places and Iowa was playing at Illinois it was 1990 and remember the game they just destroyed him they were up 35 to nothing I do I was watching it I got a story for that I was watching it in the lobby at Dowling High School because that was like a year and a half before I moved up to the press citizen my story was we were um, our band was playing in the Virgin Islands at the time wow must be rough and went up to uh, the bar at at halftime was our break, but it coincided with halftime. Yeah. And I asked the bartender, his name was Nick, and I said, Nick, uh, you happen to hear a score on the, the Iowa-Illinois game? He said, yeah, it's 35 nothing at half. And I go, oh, my God. I knew it was going to be tough. Because Illinois said, was really he good. He said, no, Iowa's ahead. I go, what? Yeah, it was, it was wild. I mean, Bill and Stewart just ran over that. And that defense was good. Yeah. That was a good Illinois team. I'll never forget that. Why were you playing so early in the day, though? I mean, um, or is the Virgin Islands a different might time? Have been, well, it might have been a matinee. 
Oh, okay. So you had time to like, start to playing like a, at noon? We did have to do a matinee, yeah. Wow, interesting. Just all hung over. Uh, just the, the night from below, the previous night just weighing on you. That's rock and roll, man. Yeah, well. He's got you gun and roses. Yeah, well, across between guns and roses and, um, I'm trying to think, what's another band that was just. Pleasant True. Um, nine Inch Nails. Well, Ann and I were the singers, so we weren't, you know, singers can't really do that. Well, they can because I mean, well, they should. that's rock and roll. No, I get you, but the, yeah, you think Jim Moore? Oh, yeah, you know, I really shouldn't. I really of course, shouldn't. Jim probably didn't play five hours a night for six straight days. I really shouldn't do this week. hit of acid before I drink that bottle of Southern Comfort. Is that, no, you're right. You guys were grinders, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I should have crap in my pants. <laughs> he didn't do that. You've, you've taken the Gigi Allen narrative and put it over to Jim Morrison. That's not fair. You don't know that he did. There's do enough it. to criticize him without feces. That's you all I'm don't saying. Know you don't have did. to go the fecal route with him, and you always do. You always do. No, do I know if he crapped his pants when he played for the? No, I was. And we don't know that he didn't. I was yeah, six when they played their last concert. Five. I was five when they played their last concert. You know, so could you have heard at that time if he had crapped his pants? Well, um, no, I couldn't but have heard. They but would I, have brought it up. But I do remember the first yeah. time I heard of the Doors was my sister. I can't remember if it was my older or this. They were both older than me, but they were babysitting me. And they wanted to go to a drive-in theater with all their friends. Yeah. So they just took me along and we uh, in a station wagon. I, they, I slept in the back. But I remember being at the theater on Southeast 14th Street and all of a sudden, Light My Fire came on. So this would have been 67. I was like four, three, four years. All of a sudden, Light My Fire came on. And, and I remember the, my sister, oh, this is that new song by that hot, that band, The Doors. And it's just so weird thinking about it. They were still, they were a brand new band because that was their well, first album. Well, you never, album. I mean, the thing about that song is the, the keyboard at the beginning was something that something you just com- didn't hear. You didn't hear, yeah. And it was it was completely different. Mm-hmm. No, it was. And I just, I'll never forget that. I just remember them saying, this is that new group with that lead singer. And yeah, was- you were a baby and I was I was playing it saying this is, this is a brand well, new Yeah, but one. at 67, how old were you? Uh, 18. Okay. Yeah. Okay, you were like 15. That, yeah. yeah, I was three, four, yeah. three. I know, it's amazing. But I'll just to never me. forget that. I just remember they didn't say his name. Oh, with that hot, lead, with that hot lead singer, and they were, little did I know they were talking. I was about ahead it. of my time because when I introduced it, I said one day this guy's gonna crap his pants and then die in a bathtub. <laughs> well, I didn't predict that. Well, at least they say he died in a bathtub. Was it in France? Yeah. Didn't yeah. Elvis die today? Yes. Forty-six years ago. Yeah. Have you played any? No. How about um, what's the song in the ghetto? Why don't you play that as a tribute? I love all I've got is in the ghetto. I love that song. All I've got is Don't you like that song? <laughs> all I've got in is in the ghetto. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I got it. It's sad, but I've I got it. I mean, but yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't oh, I know need... you do. You use it as part of your one thing. I don't yeah. need to hear Elvis again. I mean, I don't really need I, to I, hear. Heard... I mean, I mean it would listen to 2 minutes of Elvis, I could get through that. I mean, I, I mean, could... I loved Elvis at the time. See, I you never know, did. It's just well, it, you wouldn't have. No, well, how would you have? You would have. God, yeah, by the time you Well, his heyday was the late Fifties and sixties. I mean, you even well, you were kind of young. For he bumps back up in the in the seventies uh, again. But I listened to the radio all the time. Okay, well, I he mean, did that '69 tour, didn't he? Did yeah. Okay, and so, but but yeah, I mean, some of his songs. I mean, you know, I would sit down when I get got home after you know being in grade school, and so I'd sit down with a, a notebook and listen to tunes and write down how many times I heard a specific song. 
and you know you'd yeah. do some channel surfing and um yeah i mean it was i shot baskets well or oh, I... went to little league practice i mean it's well i recognized at an early age being about 40 pounds that i probably wasn't going to be a star athlete well, but Don, I could sing at the age of four. Well, I wish I would have done more. I wish I would have done. I, I, my so. parents wanted me to play music instrument, and I just fought it. And they, they were always willing to. They wanted me to, and I just never did. I wished I would have. Dog would be calling. <laughs> he was a baby, and dog was calling to me. Do we have a call here? Yeah. Hello. Hey, Kentucky Rain's not a bad song. No, by Elvis. that's another. Yeah. Oh no, Elvis had some great songs. I I I loved Elvis. I just I heard so much of it. Oh, I can understand So much that. of him yeah. that I, I know how everything goes. Well, like watching that movie. Don't need it. That movie, there was no surprise to it. At least like Bohemian Rhapsody, I learned a little bit about Freddie Mercury. Or just saw, but the Elvis movie. I thought the movie was weak. I, I would have. Well, you wanted more music, right? I wanted more music, and I wanted more. Um. You know, everybody knew Parker was... And it was all about Tom Hanks and Tom Parker, that movie. Yeah, Yeah, I thought it was pretty weak, actually. I think they were trying to emphasize how evil Tom Parker was. Well, he was. And he was. He really was. Because Elvis could have been and was a great actor. And you can tell... Oh, sure he was. Kid Creole is one of his best roles. He was really It's just unfortunate nobody around him could have helped him get a hold of what was... I mean, the way he bloated and pills. I mean, he was a sweaty, dying mess, and nobody did. He was surrounded by a bunch of sycophants. Enablers. Sycophants. I was jealous that he got to kiss Anne Margaret. I'm still jealous over that. Maybe more than that. Well, wait till you you go to bed with Phoebe Cates. (laughs) Him and uh, her and uh, Yvonne Carlo. No, um, the woman played Batgirl. Oh, Yvonne, Yvonne, DeCarlo. Yvonne DeCarlo. Yeah? Yeah. No, Yvonne DeCarlo, was, she was a monster, right? It, no. A, yeah. That girl was Marlo Thomas. Oh, Marlo Thomas. Yeah. He, he didn't kiss. No, no, no. Bat, Batgirl on Batman. Oh. Yvonne Craig. Yvonne Craig. Oh, okay. Hey, yeah. real quick on the Hawks. <laughs> back um, to the Hawks. Back to the Hawks. I love I this. I know, back to the Hawks. All right. I haven't heard anybody say anything because it's more of a Cedar Rapids thing, but for the Iowa State game, the Colonels are going to open the stadium and play it on the big screen out in center field. Oh, wow, there's no that's cards a, to get in. That's a great idea. That is a good idea. That's, that's a really yeah. good idea. So oh, a thanks chance for to get along with a whole bunch of Iowa fans and uh, watch us kick the butts of the Iowa State Cyclones. It's going to be a good So, time. do you think any Iowa State fans will go to that? There's Iowa State fans in Cedar Rapids. Sure. Oh, yeah, no, a lot. Big brawl. They are, but they're, they're hitting yeah. really well right now. They don't come out, you know, unless it's dark outside. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they, <laughs> All right. They come <laughs> out and half anyway. a dozen of Thanks, them. Thanks, man. Got, That's got a good idea. Phones. Though. <laughs> half a dozen of them are on Draft King. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good idea, though. I like yeah. that because not everybody wants well, to. They'll go be to... out for uh, the men's basketball season. What will be? The Iowa State fans, they'll come out of the woodwork in the men's basketball. Yeah, this is going to be interesting um, what they do this year. I mean, Matt Campbell's going to, I think, given be given sort of a pass, but he's got to start winning. Well, I mean, I, well, I, I he had to burn up some goodwill last year, didn't well, he? Last year, and the, to me, more so two years ago, yeah, when they went seven. Their and best six. team ever. That what was supposed to be their best team ever only went seven and six last year. They went four and eight. So, yeah, the glow's definitely rubbed off. You're not hearing his name mentioned Uh-oh. near as much as you used to. I mean, he's got a, and then yeah, he's got a lot of adversity. But you know, sometimes you, I mean, the timing is terrible for this. I mean, if he was coming off a really strong season or a couple strong seasons, I, he'd be able to absorb. 
And maybe they'll surprise us all. Maybe they'll bet that maybe this next quarterback will be better than Huda. Who knows? But man, to lose the players that they've lost, it appears that they've lost starting running back, starting linemen, starting um, defensive linemen, starting quarterback. That's a lot to replace. Mm, a lot. You take that off of Iowa. You take Caleb Johnson, Cade McNamara. Now they'd be able to absorb a, de- a defensive line hit. They, they could, yeah. I mean, they're built to absorb hits on the defensive line. They are loaded on the defensive line right now, Iowa. I like they go But six, they're not at deep. quarterback or no, not at running. Court. Well, running back's pretty Running solid. back, I mean, Maybe. yeah, but you still don't want to lose Caleb Johnson. No. I think he's a step above the others. LaShawn's good, man. LaShawn had a nice run the other day. He's a fourth-year junior who knows what he's doing. It's going to be interesting to see. I mean, Kirk has been going out of his way to mention Jay Zion Patterson. He liked what he did in the bowl game. Rarely do you see three running backs consistently play for Iowa. It just doesn't happen. Two, we've seen it a lot. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how they're going to get throw a bone to Jay Zion Patterson. I think they want to try to get him involved somehow. So we'll see. I mean, if they had a situation where it's Caleb eighteen carries, Lashawn Williams ten to twelve, and Jay Zion Patterson four to seven, I. I like that. I got three different guys, fresh legs, different styles running at the defense. So we'll does, see. Does Jazz have good hands? I, I haven't seen enough to uh-huh. – I just haven't seen enough to be able to to judge that. I mean, we'll have to wait and see how he – I mean, we've seen – I mean, Caleb said he's really working hard on his blocking and pass catching because he wants to be an NFL back, and you got to do everything in the NFL now. So we had a three-headed monster that with Jordan Kanzari and um, – What was it, LaShawn Daniels and – was, was it, it LeJean? Was, was it Akram? No. Um, it was a kid that tra- transferred. Well, when you say monster, I'm thinking people that were pretty good. It, yeah. Oh, no, he was good, but that's what they called him, the three-headed monster. That's what people were calling him. Okay. Because uh, we had three running backs that played and were pretty productive. I mean, I'm tr- I, mean I was there. I, I, was covering, I, I was covering the team, and I don't recall. I can't remember the third. I guy. mean, there was the, nine, there was the nine season when it was Adam Robinson and Wegger, but that team finished 13th in the Big Ten in rushing. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they've only – that is whatever that year you're talking about, they've, it could have been one of the three years they've ran for 175. Tom, they've never averaged 200 yards rushing. No, I Kirk. know. So whatever year you're talking about, it's not like it was some juggernaut. They've ne- Sean Green's year, they averaged 188. And most of it went to him. There was one year, I believe, 15 they averaged over um, 175. And 15 was LaShawn Daniels. I believe it was Akram Wadley and Ken Zeri, wasn't it? Um, yeah, it could have been. And then um, they also averaged over 175, I believe, in the 13 season. And I, um, I can't remember who the running backs were in the 13 season. But, yeah, that goes back to 2004. Only three times did they average over 175 because I think that's the threshold number this year for what they – what they have to do. They have to average at least 175 yards rushing. If they can do that, man, I think this offense has a chance to not only be average, it could be pretty good. But that's a big if. I mean, last year they averaged 94, 94.9. That's it? Yeah, 94.9. Christ, I mean, the year before that, I think incredible. they averaged 123. A lot of years where they averaged between like 120 and 160. I mean, that's usually the go-to number for them. And that's, that's just not good enough. No, it isn't. No. And... I mean, when you look back at Iowa football, even the peak years, 
it's rarely the offense leading the way. 2002, you could say the offense led the way. I mean, the defense was really good, don't get me wrong, but that was more of a – and then, of course, two, 2004, the passing attack was really good, but the defense was still the heart and soul. It, of that it team. was. Drew Tate was great as the All-Big Ten quarterback. Yes, he was. But the defense was really good that year. I mean, it just loaded with NFL stars. So um, I mean, Drew Tate that year, you know, down to their fifth string running back. And, I mean, he still moved that. They averaged 72 yards rushing a game that year. I mean, Sam Brownlee was their running back, and they did, They basically did not have a – They uh, the nice thing, though, if you remember the bowl game, Brownlee had a couple three- and four-yard gains. They did that early in that – at least gave them some, like Kirk said afterwards, it gave us a little bit of a sense of balance, and the defense at least had to be reminded, yeah, they will try to run the ball. And Kirk said even though they were little gains, it still made a big difference because there were gains where they didn't even try to run the ball. Yeah. Yep. And it was remarkable what they were able to do as far as um, offense that year. I mean, Tate was incredible. And he was good the, He was good his next two years after, but he wasn't as good as he was in 04. No, he wasn't. Remember he got benched in 06 up at Minnesota? Well, he, they he put got in hurt, Christ- yeah. Well, but he put it. He wasn't. He, no, he there, was playing there hurt. was more going on. He was playing hurt, but they put him right back in after he, Christensen. Yeah, yeah. So he wasn't hurt that bad. He was. They put Christensen in, and Christensen threw an interception, I believe, on his first and second pass. And then they put Tate back in. That was the year of the Fat Cats. That was not a good year. That, they went no. six and seven that year. I was at that game too, and that was yeah. That was Tate. Tate's career didn't. They did sort of save face with a very strong performance in the bowl game. Now they lost, but that was against the defending national champion. Granted, it wasn't the same. T- I get it, it wasn't the same. T- but that 06 showing in the uh, Alamo Bowl was pretty impressive. They almost won that game. It was, it w- and maybe it was kind of taken away from us. They took that touchdown away. They did. I, who scored that? It was um, uh, one of uh, Chandler. That's right. Who was from Texas? Yeah, Kenzeri was on the 2015 team. Um, so 15, you had Kanzari, LaShawn Daniels, and Akron. It's pretty good. That's a pretty good um, threesome. Let's see. He he rushed for a career-high 256 yards on a school record, 43 carries against Illinois on October 10, 2015. I remember that game. Um, that, that's 256 yards. Um, and, yeah, we're going to have Jordan on the Hawk Fanatic. He and Jovan Johnson are going to be doing the Instant Reaction podcast after probably come on 10, 15 minutes after all the games this year. And, man, we, that was very well-received last year, and it's a very unique podcast. Nobody else really has anything like it, and it's, um, that'll be our instant reaction. They've already said they're going to do it for another year, and you guys are both just knee-deep in your cell phones. I'm trying to find out who the third-string running back was that I was thinking of. Well, that's that, what I was looking for. It's, th- it's, it, it's not. It was not Akram Wadley. It was a kid that transferred, and I can't. It was not that year. It was before that. Okay, but whoever he was was not a star. I mean, you said No, was he wasn't the star, well, you, you just but missed, he was when productive. You said, when you said three-headed monster, yes. I'm like, uh, I was. that just kind of misled me to think that, God, when did they ever have three great running backs at the same time? Well, I didn't mean to say that he I mean, was Kanzeri, great. LaShawn Daniels was good in 2015. Um, and then Akram's best year was... Do we was have two- a Phillips? Was there a, not, Ed, not Eddie? Akram's best year was 2017. Wasn't that the year he was the MVP of the... Yeah. ...of the pinstripe bowl? And, um... Because, I mean, Akram ended up... I know I know Iowa fans despise him now, but he's that one... That they do. He's one... And, and in some ways, I will say, he's kind of earned some of that. Yes. I don't like the way he's handled handled some things since he's left Iowa. Well, why don't we take a quick break... And then uh, hopefully we'll have that information could, for me. Well, so hopefully, I can you know, down. with our internet, I could, I could get it to come up. 
All right, we'll be back. 1-800-800-ROSE. 1-800-800-ROSE, your FTD florist, is the only number you need to know to send flowers anywhere in the country or Canada from anywhere in the country. 1-800-800-ROSE. It's so easy, just remember one number. 1-800-800-ROSE, your FTD florist. 1-800-800-ROSE. Remember... For a gift that your loved one will treasure for a lifetime, find it at our family-owned jewelry store in Iowa City, Pertin and Stocker Jewelers. We can show you diamond engagement rings, colored stones, fashion jewelry, and watches. Our jewelers are on site, so we can design jewelry for that special person in your life. We are Hertine and Stocker, serving Iowa City and the surrounding area for three generations. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, downtown Iowa City, and HertineandStockerJewelers.com. Ask for Willa, Terry, Tim, or Kate. One of us is always there. Over the years, car keys have gotten extremely complex. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can generate the most technically advanced automotive keys on the market today. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can produce most conventional transponder, sidewinder, and remote-headed keys. If you've lost the keys to your car or simply need a duplicate, call 330-9185. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars has the technology to keep you on the road. Call 330-9185 and schedule an appointment today. Are you tired of living in a home that doesn't quite meet your needs? Then it's time to call the experts at Streets Maintenance. Their team of skilled professionals specializes in renovations and remodeling, transforming your home into the space you've always dreamed of. From kitchen bath remodels to complete home renovations, no job is too big or too small. Streets Maintenance will work with you every step of the way to ensure your vision becomes a reality. So don't wait any longer. Call Streets Maintenance to schedule your consultation at 400-4483. Let's start building your dream home today. Once upon a time in the land of the Hawkeyes, a business grew. A business that would become synonymous with real estate. Hi, I'm Steve Anderson of Hawkeye Title and Settlement. When you're buying or selling your home, you'll need title and settlement services. Consider the Hawkeye Title and Settlement team. Give us a call at 351-8600. Hawkeye Title and Settlement, the team you love, the people you trust. Don't let just anyone take care of your smile. At Diamond Dental, you can expect compassion, expertise, and a personalized care plan to protect your teeth for life. With more than 30 years of combined experience, Dr. Forbes and his staff are prepared to tackle even your toughest dental problems, leaving your smile healthy and sparkling. Diamond Dental offers a full range of general and cosmetic dentistry as well as dental treatment options for snoring and sleep apnea. It's never too early to start thinking about what's best for your smile. Schedule an appointment today by calling 319-390-3703 or visiting the office at 5815 Consul Street Northeast, Suite D1 in Cedar Rapids. You can also visit diamonddentalpc.com for more information. Dr. Forbes is a proud sponsor of the Hawkeye Wrestling Club and the Inner Circle. Let the Diamond Dental team provide superior care for your entire family. The Sanctuary Pub in downtown Iowa City has been a fixture since 1972 and still features a classic menu such as the classic shepherd's pie, handcrafted pizzas, and craft beers and cocktails. The Sanctuary Pub is known for its warm and cozy atmosphere. That's the perfect place to spend time with family and friends while enjoying live music. 
Support great local food with socially distanced dine-in, carry-out, and delivery through Chomp Delivery. The Sanctuary Pub is located at 405 South Gilbert Street. Full menu options are online at SanctuaryPub.com. Come experience the Sanctuary Pub. You won't ever want to leave. Car won't go into gear? Call Premier. Premier Automotive in North Liberty offers full-service mechanical auto repair, in addition to being Eastern Iowa's most trusted name in auto body repair. Use Premier for all your auto repair needs, brakes, oil changes, air conditioning, diagnostics, transmissions, or preventative maintenance. Whether you hit a deer or your car won't go into gear, see Premier Automotive in North Liberty. When you go to a family restaurant, you want three things. One, a wide selection of breakfast, lunch, and dinner items. Two, you want those selections to be affordable and delicious. And three, you want to be treated like family. You get all three at the Midtown Family Restaurant. Breakfast items available anytime the doors are open. Legendary tenderloins, onion rings, and hot roast beef sandwiches. And special ribeye and shrimp nights. Daily specials at each location. And no matter if you're coming in solo or with a group of 20, you get the same special family treatment. The Midtown Family Restaurants at Cordon Scott streets and at the walmart plaza on highway one west follow them on facebook or at midtownfamily.com the family's waiting for you. gt car owner of Supel's building and remodeling has been offering unmatched service and quality for over 25 years the trained professionals at Supel's building and remodeling will install and guarantee the products used in any job no matter how big or small they also stand behind their work and offer no nonsense exceptional customer service from design to completion and beyond whether it's a simple window replacement or a major house Edition. You'll have the confidence that Suples Building and Remodeling is committed to quality. Visit Suples.net or call them today at 319 337 2246. You're going to like this. Deary Ford's 13th anniversary sale means huge discounts with invoice pricing on all new in-stock vehicles all month long. Plus, get top market value for your trade. If you don't need it, don't want it, can't afford it, we want it. Sedans, coupes, SUVs, vans, trucks, we want it all. At Deary Ford in Iowa City, if you've got a trade, you've got a deal. Hurry in for the 13th anniversary sale at Deary Ford in Iowa City. Stop in or shop online at DearyFord.com. The Oxyoke Inn Sunday Brunch is back. Still offering so many choices of fresh entrees, homemade salads, waffles, egg choices, pastries, three tiers of desserts, make your own Bloody Marys, and much more. Serve nine until one. Such a great value. See you this Sunday. Oxyoke Inn, where you'll always leave happy. The Oxyoke Inn. From the Hurtine and Stalker Studios in the heart of the Hawkeye Nation, this is the mighty 1630 KCJJ Iowa City. Hurtine and Stalker Jewelers, making memories, making moments. Mostly sunny today. We'll get to around 84 for a high this afternoon. The wind out of the south at uh, about 10 to 20. Tonight, an isolated shower possible, otherwise partly cloudy, becoming a little breezy overnight with a low of 66. Tomorrow, sunny, cooler, 79 on Friday, 81. And then we're going to crank it up into the 90s. We're talking mid-90s likely by late weekend into next week. I'm meteorologist Sean Cable on the mighty 1630 KCJJ. Currently, it's 71. KCJJ weather brought to you by Plum Supply. Plum Supply, kitchens and baths. Your home never looks so beautiful. 
By the way, we've got a lot of nice uh, auction certificates, uh, a lot of nice items, a lot of good food still left. If you're interested, you can come out to the station. You can go through the stuff. Uh, we'll honor the auction prices. You save a lot of money uh, and have a good meal out. So that is going on. And you can also uh, call us and uh, claim your auction item certificates if you haven't done so as yet. There you back, go. Back to the Hawks. There you go. Back to the Hawks. We're calling this show Back to the Hawks. Back to the Hawks. Yeah. Did you say you're going to get a little jingle for that? <laughs> yeah. That'd be good. I'd like that. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Do we still know all the people involved in this gambling stuff? No. <clears throat> when do you think they'll start naming everybody and letting us know what they have to suffer? Well, they may not name everybody. I mean, they the, may reason, not. the only reason we know the ones we know now are legal court documents, baseball, because unfortunately for them, it was their season. And I mean, well, I've yeah, heard, it happened during their season, so we know who they we were. We know there was wrestlers. There was a couple, somebody from the men's track team. I don't know how many. I've heard there's several wrestlers, but we don't. You may not know that until they're not competing. I don't know how this is going to be resolved publicly. Yeah. Yeah, unless we they got a charge against them, you might. Yeah, we obviously know Noah Shannon's part of yeah. it because he volunteered that information. Yeah, so we know about well, half of. We them. heard we heard three big names or three names, but I haven't heard anything else, and I never, I never heard him mention Keaton Anthony. But you know, he was one of them. You mean? He, well, he we talked playing. to. I mean, we did interviews with Rick during the early <laughs> stages. I mean, it was out there. It was no. There was no. I mean, we uh, we had. Going into the NCAA tournament, I remember Rick saying, we hope that we can get some resolution on this. He talked about Keaton still practicing to stay fresh for the draft and all this stuff. So it was acknowledged. It wasn't like, I mean, they addressed it. So there was just nothing they could say about the investigation because they had no clue what was going on. Rick thought they might get resolution in May, late May, and here we are. And they still haven't. And yeah. So. Way deep in the summer. Yeah, I'm wondering if the charges are about done, if that's the, if they're if they're mostly finished, because of the 46 athletes combined, wasn't it 26 and 15, 41? About 20 or so have been identified, so somewhere between 20 and 20, if you combine both schools. So do we think maybe that the ones that broke, quote-unquote, the law are the ones have been named? Well, they're the ones that have been identified because yeah. it's there in writing court documents. And maybe the, the rest of them are not as serious. Well, because they didn't break the law. Now. Right, exactly. Yeah, I mean, if but what, let's say you've got somebody who's of age betting on his own team. We don't know about that stuff yet. That's still serious NCAA-wise. Very serious. Yeah, yeah. so... But if they're of age, they but, wouldn't But be they're not breaking the law. the law. That's why there would be no court documents. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's where yeah. we are. Well, it was too bad it happened to come out during baseball season because... They probably those guys probably suffered more than they probably will would have if it hadn't been. Yeah, I don't know. My guess is they're going to make these penalties pretty evenly distributed. I, I mean, we'll see. I, but yeah, no timing is was everything there. Unfortunately for those guys, they ended up missing a third of the season. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks, Karen. You know, Karen didn't bring up the Cubs because the Cubs suck. They lost, suck again. Lost to the crap stool White Sox. One of the worst teams in baseball, right? It's oh, Tommy Lang, right. Chicago White Sox. White. I mean, the White Sox suck, and I knew they were going to beat the Cubs. I mean, there's so many years where the White Sox just blow and they beat the Cubs because the Cubs blow too. Is that why Hunter's not here? Yes, he's in mourning. Is he? Yeah. He's at home thinking, though, today's going to be a brighter <laughs> Today. day. Hunter's Cubs glass is always half full. Yeah. You know what? 
But I didn't. I forgot the game yeah. was even on last night. And then when I was driving in to here, I heard you guys talking about the Cubs losing. I'm glad I didn't want. I completely forgot. What time does the game start today, Tommy? Okay, I'll try to watch a little bit tonight. But that's just. I mean, yeah, whatever. I mean, I'm still not fully convinced the Cubs are going to finish on this five. Five, ten games above 500. I, I still think there's a chance they could get below 500 if they're not careful. I actually started watching it, and, and which do I do. You like the Cubs more or the White Sox? More? Cubs. Cubs. And I turned it off after like the. Second, what was the final score, Tommy? Okay. Yeah, it was frustrating. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, the White Sox have been good a lot of years, don't get me wrong, but this year they suck. And they still, you watch, they're just going to hand it to the Cubs. All right, back to the Hawks. Okay, back to the Hawks. Last night, Ann and I went online for a second time. Ann had a very frustrating experience earlier in the day going online, but we got our tickets for the, what is it, the Crossroads at Kinnick or the basketball game. What's oh. it called? Crossroads at yeah. Crossover. Crossover. Crossover at Kinnick. Isn't that a hol- Jewish holiday? No, that's passable. Oh, that's right. And okay. almost all of the seats you guys have been called for. They're oh, almost all sold. I mean, hey, does that you can call all... the offense that the Passover? I mean, they're down to single <laughs> seats. I mean, the, almost all their section. home games are sold out. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, Isn't no, that... it's it's this Isn't... is we're witnessing history here this year. So and... I wonder if they're going to open up more sections. That I don't know. Maybe we'll ask. Um, Beth Getz has a press conference tomorrow yeah. at 1 o'clock. Um, I want to find mm-hmm. out if the games that they're going to put on Peacock are going to uh, be on. Because some of the games they said, uh, college games, they're going to put on the subscription Peacock, not the five ninety nine one, one, but the eleven ninety nine one. And I want to know how that's going to play out. That's a lot of money. Yeah, eleven ninety nine for just a subscription. I mean, is that a month? Eleven ninety nine a yes. month. Yes, yes. That's a decent. That's one hundred and forty bucks a year. Well, if you stay on the whole year. If yeah. you stay on the whole year, yeah. But then it's the hassle of getting on and off. It, it is a hassle. That too. stuff's annoying. I mean, it's just the whole thing. Streaming sucks. <laughs> and I complain to MediaCom. They just they're basically what they're doing now. They're just char- adding twenty dollars onto your bill every year now. My bill was up to like two eighty eight. I'm like, guys, this is ridiculous. They just said, you know, what you need to do is get rid of our TV and start streaming. It'll be a lot cheaper. So, is that them basically? You know, do they make money off streaming? Mediacom? Well, they may. Or was she okay, just basically you get tell- rid of the TV and your internet is going to almost double? She said it would go down. Baloney. And she also said that streaming would be much cheaper, but I assume the no, streaming she's talking about is their streaming, right? Okay, right now, most why would streaming you push services, most. No. Uh, well, I talked so she to, was lying to me. I talked, well, I talked to Mediacom uh, early on, and I, because we got KFMH running out of my house, and I had to have the fast, and I said, well, what happens if I get rid of cable? Because I could have gone to YouTube TV or something. She goes, well, uh, right now you're paying for uh, internet uh, $48 a month. Well, that's what I'm paying. That's fine. And, I don't. And if you get rid of cable, it goes up to ninety-two. She she never said that to me. Well, uh, that's what she said. to and me. And she just told me to start streaming. That's how you're going to say. Well, okay. It. So then, what are you going to scream? 
Are you going to stream Netflix? Are you going to stream? I'm not, I mean, don't Peacock you guys have, don't you, you guys do like five? I don't want to do that. Yeah, crap. but that's my I, I I go. That's my entertainment. I don't want to do that crap. I don't want to have do. five streaming services. It's just not well, something I want to do. Yeah. I just thought it was weird that she was staring me away from their product. But I did get her down from two eighty eight to two thirty three when it was all done. That's pretty good. Two thirty three yeah. still. That's after taxes too, because she's like, oh, you've been with us since two thousand one. Thank you. And I'm like, yeah, you guys do a great way of. Um, um, Respecting loyalty, I mean, by charge. She's like, well, the twenty dollars. She says the TV is just killing them. Well, it's it so is. expensive to cover. Well, it is, TV. and it's a rip because the TV stations uh, charge them to carry their stuff. When the TV stations are in actuality licensed to serve their community, okay. So you can get it for free, but if you're the community and you need cable. You have to pay for them. It's not right. It's it's crap. And if I had better cell phone service at home, I'd get rid of because I'm getting tired of my landline. I uh, it doesn't work all the time, but I just have such bad cell. I can't I can't hold a cell phone call in my house. I have to go outside because there's then no you ha- have to keep your landline. Then, That's don't why you? I keep yeah. it because I need it for work. Who's now, your your Verizon? Aren't you? Um, I'm Verizon, yes. Yeah, it doesn't work where he lives. It's just where it's just about it goes, a three block area. Dude. Yeah, it doesn't work. It just does not work there. And I, I mean, I, I lose. I go from having five bars by, by to the nothing. rest. The place you go to eat, we yeah. go to eat. Um, Midtown. Uh, Midtown. Yeah, there's just no cell phone yeah. service there. Wow. And I mean, I, it's just it, it's like it's a black hole or something. Hello. Hi. Going back to. Uh, tickets for a minute yeah i was gonna buy tickets to the illinois game but when i went to try to add parking they were out but there's still tickets there's still tickets but there was no parking left it's all sold out but if you looked at that thing fine lot last year it was half empty for every game so i don't know if they're not selling every parking space out there which would make no sense what the deal is why would you be turning down money i don't know yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. Know. Well, like to, another question I can. So I know we, we had to... we moved our parking space, and I'm, we're not happy about that. But got to do what you got to do. A couple of years ago, you used to be able to yeah. just pay to park when you pulled up there. Now you can only get a parking space if you buy tickets, and you can only get one space no matter how many tickets you buy. Okay, so what was in the space in Finkbine where there weren't cars? Was it just just vacant lot? Just empty. Just empty. Well. That, yeah, that but I would say it was like half full. Because I mean, now obviously the there's going to be obviously parking is going to be more difficult this year because they're building the ramp. There's a big part of the tailgating section that's right. not available right. over there, right. so it'll be interesting. Yeah, but no, I'll I'll see what I can find out. But I um, that's I did not realize that. Yep. All right. Thanks. All right. Hey, uh, by the way, uh, dressing the chat room, uh, Steve's really gotten tired of the snark. So if you're going to be snarky, you got complaints you want to be critical or anything uh go to another channel because i'm just bouncing you out of the chat room so what could what's there to criticize oh if we talk about anything other than that we can talk about if, whatever we and want. if we contradict yeah. each other or you know crap that's called like a that. difference of opinion yeah you listen the show kicks the ass of all the others from five to ten okay uh, we don't need, you're not junior program directors, you're not uh, media savants, and you're going to get bounced on your ass. So I've had it. I came back with a new attitude wow. of I don't like You're kind of like Sergeant Carter. <laughs> Sergeant Carter, I can't hear you. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I love that character. Frank Sutton. Frank the late Sutton. Frank Sutton. The late Frank's been dead for 49 years. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hey. So with reference to the parking, yeah, people still work at the university even on game days. And what with them like completely eliminating lot 14 where we used to go, they might have to displace certain workers on the west side of the river up to Finkbine, make sure they have parking available oh, okay. to get to work. Nice. Mm. That sounds like a logical answer. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Yeah, and and because they've because they've they've lost a lot of other park game day parking because of the new construction. I think maybe and you have to guarantee a certain number of spots for the people that are working. Okay, that's my that guess. That makes, makes sense. sense. All right. Okay. Bye bye. Thanks. Take that chat room right. Yeah. Battling with the chat room. <laughs> well, parking's going to be. I mean, have you? They're going to have to have that. What's the road? Is it Newton, the road that's just east of Carver? You know, it's that little strip that connects you from, um, that takes you past the dental lot. That's all. They're, are they going to have that done by? I don't know. September 2nd? Because if not, it's going to be, be a cluster. A cluster. I, yeah. Because it's a cluster it. now. I doubt it. No, I really doubt it. Have, I mean, I try to avoid it. I, I mean, of course, like tomorrow, we, we, we're going to go over there because there's a press conference. But it's a it's a mess over there right now. There is so much construction. But of course, you've got the wrestling complex that's still. And, man. Is, people are going to have to be patient this year because there's going to well, be some parking next nightmares. Next week, you know, to do construction next week, it's going to be one day it's supposed to be in the high 90s. I mean. And over on Rochester, you guys, it's oh like God. driving on the moon. Go in front oh, of yeah. Regina. I no. mean, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Well, you can't I'm, go in front yeah. of Not Regina. Not right now, now you can't. Well, no. I've gone to go to uh, Kraken's. And yeah, it's yeah. Luckily, I can we can approach it from the south. We don't have to deal it's with it. Like, well, I usually it's, hit Kraken at least once a week. Yeah. Well, it's like go, I mean, well, I yeah we we ate uh, out twice on Saturday. I was gonna what? I was gonna text you about. Where'd that. you go? For breakfast, Midtown. lunch, or or lunch dinner? Midtown and we were at Midtown Sunday. We went to Midtown Saturday, and then we went to. Uh, I don't remember, but I oh, uh, no, I don't. Ariza? No, that that's was, the first, last that time was you Thursday. did. That's the last <laughs> double combo you did. Do you ever do three meals out in a day, or? Uh, no, because you don't eat three meals. I don't eat three meals. Okay, because you don't like breakfast. No. Hello. Uh, people also play golf on game days before, during, and after the game. Just so you know. Oh, okay. I guess I. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Till I mean uh, through what what, what well, October? I, no. Yeah. How late yeah. is it? Yeah, I don't know how late the. Okay, so there there are explanations, but no parking. I mean, parking's always. I mean, it's a challenge over there. There's not a lot of space. And they took away a bunch of lots. And they've taken away year. a bunch of lots. They're going to have that ramp eventually. But when's that ramp going to be done? 25? Yeah, I think 20, so. Yeah, 25. 25? Okay. So, and then when is the Rochester project done? Uh, in uh, 31. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's been going on for... Well, just uh, two days ago, they switched from we couldn't go left for a year and a half. Now you can't go right. And now you can't go right. <laughs> so that's up to that little stretch from going right up to First Avenue, right? The intersection? Um, yeah, you can't. Okay, okay. Can't do that. So, but you turn left out of Rita Lynn right in front of Regina, and it's about three quarters of a mile on gravel. And you got all these huge trucks. Wow. 
Port- steam shovels and stuff. You know, it's like we're on And the how road. far does it go down? Because Tyler lives at the bottom of that hill and a little bit up. He lives probably maybe not even a half a mile down the road on Rochester. Well, 7th Avenue is open now. Okay, so he lives beyond 7th Avenue. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So that's... um. That is, I think he's probably out of the worst of it, but no, it's been going on. Yeah, I think so. It's been going on. This is one of the longer projects I can remember, mm-hmm. construction-wise. And this thing around Carver's been going on for a while, too, man. It is. I mean, I mean, they've, they're redoing that whole road. and Well, and then the one out in Coralville, exit 242, <sighs> is just a total oh, cluster. That, uh, yeah, don't put uh, Google Maps on your, on your uh, phone or your car. And the total millennium... Project has been I eighty and three eighty. Well, that's you know, been going on for that's been going on five for years. Hasn't it? Five years, and it's starting to shape it's getting up. Getting close. What is it supposed to be done in twenty five or twenty six? It's getting close. Okay. Yeah. You know. Er. Yeah, but I mean, have some. I feel bad for the construction. Oh, I do too. I mean, no, I mean, kind of. You know, oh no, they're working their week. asses off. Yeah, I just try to all av- of them. I just yeah. try to avoid the spots, but some you can't. No, there's no. some you just can't avoid. And I still would rather drive in those construction sites than on Highway, whatever it is, one and rivers down there. By yeah. I, I just don't like driving on that road, and it's not just because the homeless people knock on your doors asking for money. I mean, what, they do that on the corner. What is that Riverside and Highway One? Yeah, they're all over. They're one, and then over there by the Arby's and the one Starbucks. Guy, one guy actually we saw yesterday, um, and it was uh, right at that Riverside. Uh, and one uh, where he stumbled, he's something really is wrong with him. He's not, he stumbled into the road, he, he stumbled into a car. Yeah, he, see that he, he stumbled into a side of a car. See, that's just yeah. I mean, I don't understand why the city I don't get it either allows it. Uh, Coralville doesn't, uh, okay, Pat. Yeah, got some advice for you about the uh, calls dropping. Okay, okay, Seltzer. Okay. Tell Pat to call Verizon and tell them about the call drops. I have. They will send him a signal extender for free. Okay, they didn't do that the first time, but no, I'll, I will. And I called a long time ago. Okay. And he, he says, I live a block away from him and just did this a month ago and it now works great. Okay, what's it called again? A signal extender. And it's Okay, no, I will definitely reach out to Verizon. And maybe I won't have, maybe I'll just wait and pay my bill like one day late so they'll call me that morning Listen, and I can talk to them. I have found after going Thank you, through Colin. numerous trying to pay my bill during business hours that if you call after business hours, it goes right to a do you want to pay your well, bill? They all do. Yeah, they all. And then, it, and then you can give them the card and it pays the bill. Oh, I, I pay a lot of my hassle. I pay a lot of my bills over the I pay my mortgage over the phone. Yeah. I think it's the safest way. I don't yeah. send them checks. But and a I, lot I have taken out, too. Like, my utility bill just gets taken out of my account. But I was trying to pay it during business hours. It's hard. And it was a cluster. Well, there's some places, though, you just go to their automatic pay system. You yeah. don't have to. But, no, it can be um, it can be a frustrating. But when, I don't have near the trouble I used to have with me. Do you guys hear me bitching about my media come going out? It doesn't happen no. much anymore at all. No. It didn't. I, mean, I had about a three- to five-year stretch where it was miserable. Where every, just about every week. I don't, know what, I don't know what happened because they didn't tell me they did anything different. Well, but they have been improving. They've had to have done the something. The lines and the amps and everything. They've probably had to with yeah. I'm on coming in. Well, yeah. Yeah. You know, so. Remember, she was married to David Bowie. Yeah. Who was? Now she runs her own. Now she has her own. Iman. Iman. 
Oh. <laughs> Isn't it Amon? Isn't that what she Amon. Amon. Yeah. Well, she was like married that. to David Bowie. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, right after he uh, was in bed with Mick Jagger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why'd you have to go there? Well, what the hell? They have to go. Not that there's anything wrong with. Didn't you say on the air one time that you thought Mick Jagger was repulsive? Yes. Okay. Even young Mick Jagger, just yes. The age doesn't matter. Ringo is 83 today. Elvis would have been how old? Amazing. Elvis was born in 36. Yeah. So what that would have made? He would have been dead by now anyway. Well, yeah, but what would Elvis be if he was still alive? 87. 87. Elvis. Imagine an 87-year-old Elvis. Massive sideburn, just sweating. Four hundred pounder, <laughs> big sequin suit. I don't know what I'm at Vegas suiters. I'm gonna be singing 70. hound dog. <laughs> I'm gonna be seventy five, and I'm going. Here's uh, here's Elvis's here's, new one. Here's Katy Perry. <laughs> did you ever see Elvis in Vegas? I did not. Okay. My uh, sister did, and my brother Steve did. Okay. My mom did, but I did not. Okay. I was not on that particular trip. August 16th, 1977. Yeah, came over 8 p.m. Uh, 321. Were you at work? Yes. So then the, I As assume, was I. how did that impact your day on the air? Was it just, well, oh, we, oh, God. Because it came out of, no, no, it not, it's not like he was sick. I mean, he no. was sick, but it was, came as a huge surprise. Yeah, huge we surprise. just went to all Elvis uh, on uh, KWPC is where I was at. Uh, went to all Elvis and carried uh, Associated Press news and, um, you know, things like that. Did I people mean, call in crying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I figured because you said people are still crying to this day. Well, that's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, honest to God, we went to Graceland. And if, uh, I agree I with you on that one. At, Get over I it. just looked at Jan and go, Jesus, come on. <laughs> well, it's ridiculous. I mean, I, it was sad. And I liked Elvis, and I grew up in that era, and it was a beginning. And Colonel of Tom Parker was a POS. Yeah, but we didn't even think about that then. We just thought he died. He died of a heart attack. That's all we knew. On the crapper, didn't he? Uh, yes. Yeah, we didn't know that at the time. They didn't say that. What a way to go! Uh, but I mean, you know, it just no. It's it, sad. You no, know, it was real sad. And you watch the movie, his life. I mean, I mean, yeah. Tom Parker just kept him from the best Elvis. Beef. Movie I think that they've had was Dick Clark's uh, production with Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell played Elvis. Yeah, I never saw I that. that. I, saw I never that. saw that. I he gotta... was really good. Was, it was he? on uh, ABC. I thought this kid uh, Austin Butler. He was. I thought good. he did a good job. No, he yeah, was good, but he, but he didn't get. But I just was, didn't think the movie was that good. There wasn't any context to Elvis. No, and then uh, once I figured out Tom Parker was Tom Hanks, I just yeah. couldn't. Get, I kept thinking of Castaway and. Bosom buddies, big and big, and just uh, all these other. Would you like to see Forrest Tom, Gump? Tom Parker dance on yeah. the keyboard? Forrest Gump. I just kept saying that's Tom, that's um, Tom Hanks, and it just didn't work for me. I don't know if they didn't have enough substance to Elvis. I would like to have seen more of that. The same thing. That's why yeah. I didn't like the movie. Did you see the Doors? Oliver Stone's. Yeah, door? I didn't like that. I don't like. I just didn't Oliver. like Oliver. Oliver Stone. It was is, just way too weird. Yeah, I and mean, he still has made the. I think that Natural Born Killers is one of the worst movies I've ever. I never saw. I made it, it, it was about, weird. I made it through about half of it. Like this is the Oliver dumbest. Stone's movies are all. Well, Midnight Express was good. Didn't Platoon he have was a, good. a Kennedy assassination? Yeah, and I didn't like it either. With yeah, um, and yeah. it was a bunch. I, it didn't work for me, but. 
um, historically it didn't work. Platoon either. and yeah. Midnight Express are two of my all-time favorite movies in the well, script. I never saw Platoon. Midnight Express, I saw it was bleak and dark. Everything he does is bleak. Did you like the head prison guard in Midnight Express? Was yeah. he your friend? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I remember that movie. He, what Suter would think it was? Could he and Jan? Could not he and Jan? Could he and Anne make it through Midnight Express? You think? Uh, well, yeah. I Do you handle? Brutal, he made it through the depressing uh, G. G. Movie. Allen. My God, well, that's there. true, but that's a different type of depression. <laughs> can I make it through? What? Can you make it through just a really bleak, dark, sad movie? That's what Midnight Express was. It's a true story about it. Yeah. You know what it's about. I can't remember. Billy Hayes, he got um, busted trying to smuggle hashish yeah. back from Turkey at a time when Nixon had just ripped the Turkish government from not being strict enough, blaming them. On I someone. think I've seen it. And it, he, they sent him into this prison, and it just was a living hell. And the prison guard ended up being a sexual deviant. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was yeah. just a really yeah, dark... Yeah, I think I've seen Randy it. Randy Quaid was it. in it, and John Hurt was in it. I mean, it was just a really depressing movie, but somehow he made it out. Yeah. And, um, and but, then you sat through the G.G. Allen documentary. I did. Proudly. Yeah, and, um, and you said that <laughs> Anne was right there with you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But well, you did I, say there were a couple more. There were a couple scenes where did we you kind of look at each other like, you still with me, honey? Out. Well, yes, Jan. Well, I don't want to see list. anybody taking a dunk, okay? <laughs> Who does? I'm sorry. I, that's not... <laughs> I don't think That's any... where you draw the line. <laughs> yes. I mean, does anybody not draw the line there? <laughs> no, evidently not. Yeah, well. But... You know, I'm sorry. That's just not a, a cinematic masterpiece for me. <laughs> so that was the documentary where he was walking around the streets of New York with his gang following yes. and they've all got glass and poop and blood on them. Yes. That was a good band from the side. Glass, poop, and blood, but... Didn't they sing You them? made me so very <laughs> Yes, that was, the, that was their biggest You made me hit. so very <laughs> crappy. Yeah. All right, now we got to get back to the back Hawks. Back to the Hawks. The chat room's probably in revolt right now. Back hey, to the Hawks. Hey, we're going to have Don Patterson on this on this show in a couple of weeks. We can, we know how to behave. That's coming. Oh, Do you think Donnie we... knows who Gigi Allen is? No. No. Yeah. Yeah, can I talk to Steve this no, morning? No, I have yeah. not brought up Gigi Allen to no. Don, nor will no. I. There's some Never. things in life Don does not no. need to know about. No, not at I all. think his life is much better off not knowing about Gigi <laughs> Allen. I agree. What do you think Hayden would have said? Oh, Gigi. Can you imagine Hayden? <laughs> <laughs> that boy ain't right. <laughs> <Yeah>. that's <it. laughs> yep, that's what Hayden would have said. That's what Hayden would have said. In fairness came, to Gigi. That came up in my... Uh, uh, Facebook memory today. I thought you were going to say your dream. No, no, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I said, Phoebe, what you do that for? <laughs> Don't blame the dog. Oh God. <laughs> no, uh, a picture of uh, all of us when we were in Coralville and Hayden was there. Oh, neat. Yeah, I like that picture. Yeah, that came up in my Facebook today. That's a good picture. Hayden. I'll post that picture. Good. Hayden, Hayden, rest in peace. So, what do you were going to bring up? Well, no, uh, um, what we're going to be, what we have tentatively planned. Okay, yeah. Now, the the day of the Penn State game, okay, it's a 6.30 kickoff. Because I'm not traveling to Penn State. I've got a stringer that's covering out there, and, of course, I'll cover it from home, too. So, everybody's going to be looking for something to do that day to kill time, and because it, it's going to be brutal. 
So 6.30 kickoff. So we're going to be at the Wild Rose Casino in Clinton. Mm -hmm. We're going to be doing a show Saturday morning from 9 to noon. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we'll have, I hope they'll have specials. Yeah, we're working uh, on all that stuff now. Yep. May have some guests. I mean, 9 o'clock on a Saturday's not the most ideal time to try to get guests, but we'll we'll see. I'm working on some, but no, we'll be there. And um, and it should it should be fun. It we'll should have, be a lot of fun, and I know you guys have a lot of listeners to Quad Cities, right? We do, and we'll have some merch to give away yes. for sure. Yep, and um, we're still kind of hammering all that stuff out, but our listeners in the Quad Cities, if you want to come up and, Meet us and yeah, we got listeners in Clinton and all over Makokota and everything. Yeah, so yeah, sure. yeah, but no, we'll make sure we uh, remind you that we're going to be so it's um six, um nine to noon on August twenty third or September twenty third. So people will all be looking for something to do. And once we figure out what we're doing as far as promo, we'll we'll oh, we'll, we'll keep talking. Yeah, about just it. right now we just basically set this thing yesterday. Yeah, we've been kind of um, working on something like this, and it'll be interesting because you know people are going to be. Hyped up about Hawkeye football on the Saturday of the Penn State game. I'm guessing I was going to be three and zero at that time. Sure hope so. If not, they they will have probably lost to an Iowa State team that's depleted, and I just don't see that happening no, right now. Either. But you never say never. I no. we've seen that we've seen odd things happen before. But no, I'm looking forward to it. And well, um, saw uh, that one year when Drew Tate got hurt and Jason Manson we yeah, lost. That, that, yeah, that was twenty three to three. That team. Yeah, that was that was. Can you believe that was two thousand five? That was, my, that was 18 years ago. That was my one time going to Ames. And you did not have a good experience. Did not have a good experience. After the game was bad, too, right? It was, well, because a racist came up to our uh, tailgate, said, I didn't know you had a N-word quarterback. Yeah, that's not... And the irony is their quarterback was black guy. Yeah, but... Yeah, <laughs> that was not... That would have been a bad experience. I don't know how... Yeah, it just pissed pissed us off so we tore down and got the hell out you should have headbutt him just as hard as you could did you ever think about headbutting him no i'm not a headbutter well like um paul blart said nobody wins with a headbutt right after he headbutt the guy and it realized yeah. how much it hurt him yeah i've never I understood probably head. would never understood headbutt but no that's an unfortunate no that's an unfortunate thing to have happened luckily i've never had anything like that happen i just those people and their me. fans after the game were so completely unpleasant that yeah, we, I was in this restaurant in Florida, and this guy ordering says, I like my chicken black and not my president. And I, and I just, I said, why don't you just shut the F up? And he, How'd that go over? The freaking table looked at me. Yeah. Because I got little dog syndrome. Yeah, you're like and a little Yorkie Terrier. I, yeah, I think I can fight anybody. <laughs> I do. It's a goofy. Yeah. What would you have done if that guy would have just... Well, the, the guy was like car out of you. 15 you years older than me. I would have won. Or you could have sued him if he beat you up, right? Yeah. right. He ain't gonna, I ain't going to be beat up by somebody 15 years older than me. Grab oh. that guy's pacemaker right out of his chest. So how long ago was this? And then his buddies would have killed me. So how long ago was this? <laughs> uh, when I went to uh, Daytona. When was it, what, maybe 10 years? So nine? you were about in your mid-60s? Eight or nine years ago. Eight or nine. So you were about in your mid sixties. Oh, it's happening. And this guy was like in his eighties. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah, no, that's not that's a but no, you know hey, it's all it's, it's, there's a lot of that out there, unfortunately. Yeah, it sure is. You know, and it's just it seems to be getting worse. 
Well, it is getting worse. It's getting, I don't think it's worse. I think it's getting more visible. It's getting more visible. Well, and then, it's getting yeah. easier to express your views. Yes. Because of social media. That's well, right. when you call a judge uh, incompetent and foolish and uneducated and she's a black judge. Uh, well, then he's accusing Fannie Wallace of like dating a gang member that she i mean it's just, yeah it's just every, but see he knows every he racial away, troll he knows that he can get away with about anything right now because of his base yeah well, and because he's got if people don't get problem. you know it's not the democrats and it's not the prosecutor there have been four indictments that's 48 citizens that have said there's enough to go to trial. That 48 citizens. Oh, no, I think, but it just doesn't matter. Yeah. To, to a big chunk, it just doesn't matter. It's well, it perse- should. I it's mean- persecution. It's overreach by the government. It's Biden out to get yeah. Trump. And what's funny is Trump will just say anything because I'm not saying Biden's a land, but most of the polls I've seen, they're either even or Biden's a little ahead. And whenever Trump brings up the polls, he's like, you know, I'm destroying him in the polls, and that's why he doesn't. He just makes stuff up. Biden doesn't have anything to do with the grand juries. But no. you're never going to convince the people that he does. No, and even the prosecutor doesn't. It's the it's juries. Stupid. I get you, but that's the world we live in now. Well, I and watched, social media allows the misinformation I watched to it, build. Uh, I watched it Monday night, and uh, then I woke up Tuesday, and I thought, okay, well, I've seen it, and I'm, I'm really just... Sick of it. Oh, I and, too. I, I don't know, even. I, I don't care what the others say. I don't care. I. I wouldn't vote that way. That's just me. Uh, if, if I, if like uh, William Hurd, uh, or, or Will Hurd, or somebody like that got the nomination, which is and never going to happen. He's, yeah. I. I Christie's up to nine percent in New Hampshire. I wouldn't have a problem with really. I wouldn't have a problem with anybody but Trump and DeSantis. Uh, you know, period. I'm, I'm, I'm I'll take you. it. You know, I mean, you know, my side lost, so what? You know, I don't have to think about the president for four years. Yeah, and no. that's I, the yeah, way I that the rest of them would be. Yeah, I don't care as long as it doesn't yeah. impact me, you know, policy-wise. I mean, a lot of it, you think about how things are will impact you, insurance, health insurance, and what. but, you know, he never did anything with health insurance. He just... No. So, yeah, no, I would rather not care about who the president is. Yeah, yeah. I don't like I to think about that. I just want him to go away. I wouldn't care if Biden went away. I'm so sick of Hunter Biden. I'm sick of all that crap. Yeah. You know, if Hunter Biden did wrong things, yeah, it sounds like... Then put him a, in jail. Hunter Find Biden's had issues. He was a drug addict. put him in jail. Then They're in, not going to put him in jail. They're not going to put Trump in jail. You know, Hunter Biden wasn't in the White House. Uh, Don Jr. and uh, Ivanka was... And Hunter Biden used his father's name. Gee, there's a shock. Yeah, do you think that there's anybody, Democrat or Republican... They all use their influence. Of course they do. do. The kids are always going to do that. Everybody at all levels. I'm sure I've used my... I mean... I don't believe my kid has ever said, Hey... My dad's on the radio. I think my mom helped me get into Drake. (laughs) He might have. I he has. My mom helped... Did it help him in his job? Well, Well, I know my mom helped me get into Drake. (laughs) I didn't no, do very I mean, good. I took I, an ACT one time. I didn't score that high. And I didn't care because I was already into Drake, probably because of my mom. Well, and so I used. I used. We yeah, all do. No, that. my son's proud of what I do. He's told me he's proud of what I yeah. do and everything, but he's never used it to advance his career. Well, perhaps not. No, this would not be the. But every guy that, or yeah, every person that's been in the presidential, you don't think that. But Kennedy's, if your son had gotten into Kennedy's radio, his kids even used it. 
and he was gone by then. If your son had gotten into radio, I bet he would have used your name and yeah. more power to him. Yep. Yeah. That's what humans do. That's just what we do. Yeah. It's, but I'm just so sick of it all. Now they're pursuing the gun thing with the drugs again. And last week, the Supreme Court said you can have a gun and do drugs. Yeah. So yeah. it's all it's all a bunch of crap. I, and it's going to be a but year. But guys, a social media is the blame for this. Well, social that, media yeah, is yeah. largely responsible for and all this. And then Fox. I mean, Fox doesn't help, yeah. but social media is where so many people go to just, it's like a game well, for a lot of them. On Monday night, MSNBC beat the others hands down. Uh, Rachel Ray had... Rachel uh, Ray. We, Rachel Maddow. Rachel, <laughs> Rachel Ray Maddow. cooking chicken breasts. Maddow. What was Ray, Rachel Ray cooking? <laughs> Rachel Stuffed Maddow. green peppers. Ray, they're damn good. Uh, Rachel uh, Maddow had Hillary Clinton on by coincidence. Yeah. I watched a little bit of it, but then yeah. I got bored. Yeah, me too. I just got bored. But I mean, Hillary Clinton said there's nothing to be happy about. Or, I mean, it was a good interview. And, and MSNBC beat Fox, which was doing Hunter Biden. And this is a, was a very historic moment in our country. And they're still talking about Hunter Biden, opposite. And they lost. I mean, the ratings were dismal for both. So are DeSantis and the guy from California Newsom, are they going to debate? The last thing I saw, it Doubt. looks like they're hedging. Or Doubt DeSantis it. is hedging. Yeah, and is Zuckerberg going to fight? Oh, that, that's, uh, that's, oh that's, come on. That's just stupid. Silly. That shouldn't it's happen. Stupid. That would be an American tragedy. <laughs> this whole thing is an American Think tragedy. anybody would uh, bet on it? <laughs> well, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Do you think uh, the, the, Deckers would bet on it? The, well, he can now. It doesn't look like it's going to... Uh, the Cyclone. I mean, I, that's that's the sad thing about this, guys, is all the careers that are probably yeah, over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, and I'm not laughing at that. No, I mean, these no. guys made mistakes. And um, I've talked to some people in recent days, and they these people know, too. They're in the, And they say that when you get here, they do. They They remind you, and they tell you that gambling is strictly prohibited. This is a former athlete. They, they tell you that gambling is strictly prohibited, that you can't do it any, and they explain all this to you. What this person said to me, though, he thinks they need to do this more frequently now. Lots of times they'll do it when you get here, and then you kind of move on. He's thinking that they're going to have to, and they will. I think they're going to be way more proactive now with how they stress to their student athletes, Iowa, Iowa State, both, that you can't gamble right now. It's, I know it's, it's mainstream society, but it's still illegal the moment you sign and you well, become part and, of the team. And these kids got to know it anyway if they're using their parents. Yes, they know it. Yeah. They, they know it. They just yeah. didn't think they were going to get caught. Yeah, well, you grew up in, a tech, in this age with cell phones and, and the Internet. You are going to get caught. You can't get by with anything. No. Now, the NCAA has softened to where you can bet and still have a second life. Now, a lot of it depends on how much you bet, how often you bet, and how much you spend. And I get it. The NCAA has to figure out a way to distribute punishment fairly. And the more you bet, the more you spend, you probably should be punished more harshly. So that's what's going to be interesting to see. And if you bet on your team as Oh, if person. you bet on your team, that's a done. you got to be done. For I mean, or against your team. Either way, you're done. Yeah. I think you got to There was be. a study done since the, cell, said that. since the cell phone and photography. There was a study done where uh, more divorces are happening, but less affairs are happening. Because you can't have an affair because everybody's got a camera. <laughs> <laughs> so what does that mean? Some people are just getting divorced, which I guess and then dating themselves should have, should have done. No, but then they can, then they can date whoever the hell they want to. 
Yeah, but I mean, social media. TV cats. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no. Social media has, I mean, I know there's good side to it, but man, it's just, I mean, Twitter, I mean, and, and I get so much political crap on my timeline. I don't know why. I don't know. Oh, you can't it. keep it off. I mean, it just, it's just everywhere. No, you can't keep it off. I X. Mean, X. Yeah, X. I mean, just, and the stuff that people argue about, there's people, there's, the latest one is that people are saying that Oprah caused the, the fires or something. She's Google Oprah conspiracy Hawaii fires. She didn't cause <laughs> them. No, re, I mean she didn't. It's weird. There's because I guess her place didn't get burnt down. Oh, well, there's it, a lot that didn't get burnt down. But Google Oprah conspiracy Hawaii fires and see. Well, what it was it's, mostly it's, Lahaina that got it's hit. Lahaina, wasn't and it? it was just because yeah. it was a perfect storm. It was 80 mile per hour winds. Well, and it's. Uh, Kicked off with transformers, and they also had tran- they didn't turn the power off. That kicked off with what? Transformers power. To, they trans- didn't turn the power off. Arcing, yeah, they didn't. Turn and now them we're off. finding out they, they guess started- they didn't have a way to turn the power off quickly. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's coming. Well, you out. can't just, you know, those damn things are like capacitors. Well, sirens didn't go off yeah. either. You can't just pull a switch and all of a sudden they're. It's well, like I a think light. it needs to get to the stage where they need to come up with something that is close to that. To, to me, you would think that they'd be able to do something like that, wow. be able to respond quicker. But they, a lot of the fire was spread by power lines getting knocked to the ground and then burning. And it moved, uh, the storm moved a mile a minute, or the fire? Yeah, I, I read one thing. It was moving at 80 miles per hour at one point. Wow. So have you found it, Captain? It, yeah. What are they the saying? New York Post. Oh, gee. Well, there you go. There you go. Um, but that's the world we live in, guys. I mean. Uh, well, uh, Marjorie Taylor is pointing to the uh, Jewish space lasers and that this is, uh, you know. But how's that tie into Oprah? What are they I'm saying looking. about I'm just looking down the article. There was something they were accusing Oprah of because her house survived. I, it was just ridiculous. Insanity. Uh, other theories about coordinated destruction have claimed everybody from uh, Jeff Bezos, Oprah, and real estate companies committed an act of mass arson to drive residents out and snap up the and real snap estate. up the real estate. That's oh. the conspiracy. Now, that is actually that is happening going on, but not not because those guys conspired to have a no, fire. No, well, no, there's big companies trying to buy out these people that have owned this land because the people a lot of them can't afford to build back. Yeah, you know it's a nightmare, man. I feel terrible for them. Have you been to Lahaina? Yeah, I never have. How long it was, was really it? neat. How long ago? Was that your last trip to Hawaii? Only trip to oh, Hawaii. Only trip, okay. Uh-huh. It was 2019. No, yeah, no, I remember we were here, but it's gone. I yeah. mean, it, it's yeah. just that the town is basically gone. I mean, the No, sh- they had some cool museums that we went to. And, I'm sure they had uh, neat. Well, Nick, Mick Fleetwood's, re- all that Mick, Mick Fleetwood's, Fleetwood's stuff restaurant was there. We gone. didn't go there, but. Yeah. They had him on the other night. He lost a bunch of stuff, Mick Fleetwood did. Just well, gone. Uh, he said he's lucky to be Jimmy, alive. Jimmi Buffett's went up. His, res- his restaurant's gone? or Cheeseburger in Paradise. That's gone too? Yeah, yeah. We, we ate there, actually. Yeah. I didn't know that was his. I thought. It, yeah, oh, yeah. It he, was his. Yeah, those are all. He's got, I don't know that it, it's 100% his, but he licensed the Gotcha. The name well, not the name, yeah. He's made a fortune. Should we try to get him to come to the Wild Rose on the 23rd? Yeah, Jimmy Buffett. Pull your strings, man. Oh, yeah, I got to. Get some musical giant. I, all of a sudden, Roger Waters shows up. <laughs> yeah. Wild Rose won't let him in. <laughs> well, why would you? No, I would. <laughs> really? 
one would uh, Axis. Uh, Mark Cuban owns the cable network Axis, which we, which we don't get uh, here, but uh, it's like a music-based, event-based thing, mm-hmm. and, and documentaries and stuff. Uh, I've no, we get Axis, don't we? You might on 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 uh, Direct TV. Yeah, we do because I've watched yeah. it. Yeah, it's really good. I wish I got it, or I wish they had an app where I could get it. Uh, but anyway, uh, he. Uh, whoever did a Roger Waters show mm-hmm. and uh, they were going to put it on and uh, he wanted, he said, get this, he's interrupting this crap, yelling at people. <laughs> I want it edited. And uh, Waters had control and Waters said, you're not, you're not uh, uh, editing it. And he said, well, they were not broadcasting it. <laughs> he wanted, wow. He wanted the shouting in there. <laughs> hey, Shooter, I have another vacation for you. On John Rothstein yesterday, I retweeted it. News, USC will play Seton Hall, and Iowa will face Oklahoma in the first round of the Rady's Children Invitational in San Diego. I saw that. This can, uh, you and Ann? No. Why Isn't not? that uh, Thanksgiving? Yeah. Oh, you're going to be at the Simple E time. I, I don't know. We're not going to go. Really? Uh-uh. kind of disappointed. It's just uh, t- too expensive. and. The San Diego one would be expensive. Yeah, that too. I'm not a big California well, fan. To, I'm not either. Croatia. What's that? You're going to Croatia. Yes. Now, are they friendly to us? Yes. Okay, they have an extradition. They all speak English. Good food? Uh, yeah, what is Croatian food? I would. Isn't it Russian? No, not what? really. Uh-uh. What would you compare but they've it got to? a lot of Russian. I mean, food-wise, well, there's a lot of seafood, which I don't like. But they've got a lot of other. I mean, there's got restaurants that have got. But don't they have a big food. Russian population, or am I? Croatia, not necessarily. I mean, I'm sure there's some. Good but basketball. Been, Croatia has been good basketball. Run, yeah. They've had good basketball teams. They have been. Um, Attacked and overrun yeah. and conquered by so many different yeah. peoples yes, that have. it's hard to. Yeah, at one time it's they. Hard to say. At one time they, yeah, were dominated by Russia. At, at one time, yeah, yeah. but they've been. Uh, there've been a mix of yes. uh, conquerors over the decade or over the centuries. So when do you get back? Uh, like the nineteenth. Okay, so four days before our yes live show at. It said uh, 33% of the people on cruises in Croatia go overboard. 33%? Uh, 33% of them. Well, then I like my odds. So then the majority stay on. On their own or forced? (laughs) No, they they decide to do I just can't take this anymore. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not eating this seafood. (laughs) You see Suter doing a cannonball off the port side. No, that's cool. I so, would... I, you know, food-wise, it's a mixed bag for me. Because, you know, I mean, it's... Do they have McDonald's over there? Oh, yeah. I'm not a McDonald's fan either. Double quarter so. pounder? Subway. I'd be funny he pulls in at like listen, 1030 and they tell him no. Oh, they all, <laughs> listen, we're driving down the when we were in Dusseldorf, and you, you couldn't tell the difference between Dusseldorf and, uh, and Cedar Rapids as far as food. Yeah. Got everything. You know, Burger King and McDonald's and everything. 
Well, I mean, hopefully you want to experience what the culture is like. Yeah. No, that'll be... But, yeah, I'm not a... I can't eat any seafood or fish, so... Well, they got... Yeah. Let's see. Croatia. Uh, no, it's really... Uh, it was really cool to see the women uh, playing in two of the cities that we visited the last time oh, we were I'm there. Oh, I'm sure it was, it was, yeah. very cool. And I'm sure some people probably followed the team over there for... There weren't very many. No, I, I, I did see the gyms. They were pretty. Yeah. I mean, it's expensive. Yeah, it yeah, is. It's expensive. What food is Croatia famous for? Okay. Burger King. Pag cheese. Eww, that doesn't sound good. What is that? Uh, it just says pag cheese. Uh, Croatian verg- version of ganoushi, a dumpling, a potato dumpling. Oh, okay. Oh. I, I, um. Uh, they're known for their pasta. Oh, good. I like, like pasta. pasta. I like yes. pasta. Um, I had pasta last night. I like butter noodles with their salt. Their national dish is uh, futuli. Uh, it's served for dessert. It's made up of little fried balls. It's <laughs> <laughs> made up of little It's kind of vague. Fried ball, you. It's kind of vague. <laughs> it's made up of little fried balls. Uh, much like donuts and filled with rum and raisins. Oh, there well, you go. That sounds good. Yeah. You have like a hundred of those things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bring it on. <laughs> Any like meat entrees? Uh, yeah. They have mixed grill, which uh, consists of pork or veal. Um, I like veal, but I just don't like how it's... Spicy sausage. Right. Lamb. When I found out how they prepare veal for veal parmesan, I couldn't eat. It was not good. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. But man, I love veal parmesan. I do too. But it, my man, mom used to make the best. It's veal bleak until until she found out how yep. what they do to prepare. Then she quit making yep. veal. We had chicken parmesan, and see, I remember her explaining. And I like to, chicken parmesan. Yeah, and I just you know, granted the chickens are all decap. I mean, well, none yeah. of none of it's pretty. No, it is. You know, and I don't like to think of the food. Pro- yeah, none of it's pretty. They uh, have snacks like pork cracklings, so like pork rinds. Uh huh. Which I like. Do you think yeah, they have germ too. jars over there? Uh-huh. Uh, no. People dip their hands in their food. They don't use forks or And cells. then they wash their hands in the toilet, right? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> they don't have toilets. <laughs> well, they got toilets. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I didn't know. That's where Gigi Allen would have retired, a place that has no toilets. It looks good. I can't even pronounce some of this stuff. Oh, I bet you there's going to be a lot. No, there's a lot of of meat. Croatians eat lots of grilled sardines and mackerels. Yeah. Uh, Fried sand smelt. Isn't that a bilt? Marinated or salted anchovies and sardines. So they fry bilts? Like the ones you wrap around your waist? Tuna steaks. I've Um, never heard of a sand... I, I thought he said smelt. I thought smelt. he said sand smelt. That's what built. I said. You said sand smelt. That's a bilt. Sand smelt. No, sand smelt. What am I? Oh, it's sand. I'm thinking of sands a bilt. You remember yes. the old bilt? Yeah. Uh, they eat a meat dish. Um, no, there's like there's meat. You'll be able to. Uh, oh no, I I didn't have any yeah. trouble eating in in Croatia. Didn't you go to London? Uh huh. What did you think of the food there? Um. Some of it was real good. Some of it was real bad, And some of it was a a little iffy. But, yeah, no, the food was pretty good, though. I didn't care for uh, uh, Germany. 
I didn't care. The it, food? Everything is in a heavy gravy. Yeah, see, I wouldn't like a that heavy, either. dark gravy. Yeah, Wiener Schnitzel. I, I, I that mean, was too heavy. Too well, and I, oh, can, I love Wiener Schnitzel. Oh, Wiener Schnitzel. At the I can Amanda's. eat it, but it's... Wiener Schnitzel at the Amanda's But it's heavy. Great. I mean, it's but, heavy. But it's not, I mean, no. Oh, German, I like the one at the Amanda. It's good. Yeah, it's damn good. But no, you're right, though. That heavy gravy sauce can get to you after a while. The one thing that it was odd to... The service is great. There are servers in Berlin. Oh yeah, in or you Dusseldorf. were in Dusseldorf. Um, yeah, the service is great and everything. Uh, and I did like the fact that they've got a ped mall that they drive on. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> now I'm hungry. No, they him too. Yeah. No, it was a really pretty uh, clean city. Mm-hmm. There wasn't one part of Dusseldorf that wasn't nice. Well, we're going to be clean. in Berlin for two and a half days, so I'll... Well, Berlin's supposed to be very, according a, to Wolfgang. A report for you. Very, it's supposed to be very nice. Yeah. No, I've, well, I've they rebuild that. all of that. So, oh, sure. So, I mean... What, since World War II? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So 80 I years mean, ago? But, yeah, no, I've, heard the, same, I've yeah. heard the same thing about Berlin, that it's beautiful. And well, you know, it's something that I've read about all my life and never been there, so it's going to be it's going to be cool. You think you'll ever make it to Australia? I don't know. That's a long ass trip. Yeah, I I I I think well, of course the flight would cost a ton. I get it, but I think the actual sitting in a plane that long would probably deter me from going I, more I than, don't think we would do it that way. I don't think I could handle it. If I do it that way, we would go out to California. And Hawaii. Then we would go to Hawaii for a little while and then go to Australia from But from there. Hawaii to Australia, how long is that? Oh, a long-ass trip yeah, still. I, I'm to but the, it's not a 24 hours. No, no. I mean, it, no, Now, but, how long are you in Berlin? How, do you two get, and a half days. Okay, so you can stay in Berlin? You don't yes. have to get back on the boat? No, that's before we get on the cruise. Okay. But then oh. once you're on the cruise, you're sleeping on the boat every night? You ought to get a car. Yes. Run a car for a day and go on the Autobahn. See how fast we can get them, oh, get them going? It's amazing. Yeah. Oh, it is. It's, there is no speed limit, right? No, there's no speed limit. And I think Wolfie was going uh, was going 115 minimum. <laughs> do they ever have accidents? No. Wow. Well, I will say... I imagine they do, but... Uh, you know, he, he didn't think they did. When I was in Ireland, we rented a car, and it was an SUV on these real oh. narrow roads. It was a freaking nightmare. And I have never been so relieved in my life than when we were going up north and finally got onto a four-lane uh, well, when highway. I, when I first, when he first drove me someplace, that was like, you know, the first uh, hour, you're freaking out, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I guess he knows what well, he's doing. You probably you get, get used you, to it. You get used to it. Actually, it's more da- dangerous in situations uh, like that for the people that aren't driving yeah. really fast. Yeah. Well, yeah, like here too. Yeah. 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 And then he took me to a radio station, uh, uh, antenna, uh, one hundred two point four or something, and uh, they played. Everything's American music, mm-hmm. and they played uh, top forty. But their top forty goes from nineteen sixty to now. Nineteen uh-huh. sixty, huh? yeah, and it was automated. <laughs> that is, I mean, the, when I think of the fifties, Bill Haley, and early sixties. I mean, like nineteen sixty. What was really popular? 
It yeah. was manufactured teen idols. Yeah. Okay, like Bobby. Uh, yes. Okay, okay. That's what I yeah. Okay. Yeah. Frankie Avalon. Fabian. Fabian. Um, like Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons, or is he a little later? He was 1961 and, yeah. and then became uh, hit in 1962. When you say manufactured, somebody like Fabian was. But uh, but not the Four Seasons. I thought the Four Seasons the four were season. really good. No, they were good, and so was Frank. Uh, yes. Did they do Frankie Late December Adam. back in 63? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, What a Night. Oh, What a Night. I love that song. Brutal. Oh, or was not. that just uh, Frankie Bailey as a... Well, it was... Solo artist. Well, it, it wasn't the same. I think the season. Israelites came out in '62. Yeah. Desmond yeah. Decker, '62, yeah. I think. Yeah, got up in the morning slaving for Brenza, so that life, so everybody so could everybody be, fed. be fed. Desmond Decker or Frankie Valley? Who you? Who you? Frankie Valley. Good times, a thousand. Racist. You guys are both racist. Sure. I didn't, even, I didn't even think that he was black. Desmond so did Decker? you see? <laughs> did you see Jersey Boys? I'm, yeah. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, we were in Chicago and could have seen it, but we only could get a seat for a hundred and forty-eight dollars behind a post. Oh what's, Jersey, what's Jersey Boys? It's uh, a story, story of the Four Seasons. Four Seasons. Four Seasons were the first uh, recognized mob-up uh, group. Okay. They were mobbed. That's Captain saying that. If there's any mobsters, no, but I mean that music. Hey, I, I like mobsters. That music really stood <laughs> out where to, I at stand the time. With them. Yeah. No, the time it, was, it really stood I up. remember, you know, 1962, what was I as a little kid? I wasn't born. And Sherry came on the that radio. Great that song. was her first God. hit. God. And I was just... We're, we're well, going to end was, on a low note, guys. We're it was the year here. before the, the Beatles hit. I'm, yeah. I'm losing you. You're yeah. losing me. You're losing me. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You're losing me music-wise. Okay, we're going down talk, those different okay. paths. Okay. Get the I syringe understand. out. Get the rubber tube. I, I understand <laughs> that someone... And one of those uh, uh, groups uh, soiled themselves. Now, have I brought you? You back with us? You think Frankie Valley ever soiled himself performing? Yes. <laughs> yes. I think that's what happened. Okay. All right. Is he still alive? Yes. yes. He's 89. He's still touring. He's still touring. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. And getting good crowds, too. Bobby Darren yeah. was the one that died really young, right? Yeah. He had a heart yes. problem. He was ridiculously talented. Oh, he was good. But, man, he had a major heart problem. Yeah. No, he need, yeah. he. And, I mean, this was before transplants were, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, they were possible. But like, what was his they one of successful. his famous songs? Uh, Mac the Knife. Okay. Um, he started out, though. It's hard not to dumb, like Mac the Knife. With a dumb song, Splish Splash. Yeah, that was I was bad. taking a bath. <laughs> he made a lot of money on those yes, things. He yeah, I think, wasn't Listen. he like 37 when he died? He was yeah. really young. Yeah, he had a No, t- I, I like Bobby He Gare. had a, a variety TV show on NBC one summer that kicked ass with the ratings, and he had great uh, bands on it and everything. No, he was a really good performer. Then who was, I know I'm going all over, who was the guy who was the MC of... Soul Train. What was his name? Uh, Don Cornelius. Don, yeah, I remember. I, I loved him as a kid. I yeah. loved his voice. And I, I liked a lot of the music on Soul yeah. Train. I really I, did. Well, I watched Soul Oh, we Train. watched all those shows. I mean, yeah. I think that may have been the first time I ever seen Stan. Absolutely. I and the Don Kirshner. Yep, oh, I love the Don Kirshner. If Kirchner. you want to see him, uh, the most ridiculous dance show on YouTube, uh, Google Kitty Agogo on Channel 26 in Chicago. Hmm. It's actually... Nine-year-old and ten-year-old kids trying to dance for an hour. It is 
So was Don Kirshner the same as Midnight Rock Show, or are those two different shows? No, Don Kirshner was uh, Midnight Special. That's yeah. what I meant. And yes. then which one was Wolfman Jack on? He was on Midnight Special. So yeah. he was, okay, okay. Yes. I love that show. Yeah. That's the first show. time I ever saw Canned Heat yeah. was on Midnight Special, like in the... And loved Hullabaloo and Shindig. Uh, and again, Where the action is. Uh, Hullabaloo and Shindig are, uh, most of them are on YouTube. Are they really? Yeah, and I mean, yeah, bands. Well, Morrison and. Well, when did Soul? When uh, when was Soul Train on, and what channel? It, it was uh, independent. It was syndicated, so it was on any channel that picked it up. So it was there was no tribute. Soul Train before cable TV. Yeah. It oh, was you on, know, it was, it was on because I remember watching it. It was on in Chicago and New York. Okay, the first time I ever saw yeah. Billy Preston was on Soul Train. Yeah. And I didn't realize it was the late that he'd, 60s, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, and I didn't realize he had played with the I didn't realize he had played with the Beatles yeah. or anything, but he had yeah. this album Music Is My Life. Have you ever heard of that album by Billy? Mm -hmm. It's a great album. Well, then ABC wanted Dick Clark. Dick Clark when I got to interview him uh, on the radio, he said uh, that ABC wanted a Soul Train show. And so he tried for like 8 or 9 weeks to alternate and he said it, it it just you can't do Don Cornelius, you can't do Soul Train, and he gave it up. He said this just doesn't it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And went back to just bandstand every week. I like watching them both. I liked yeah. it all. Yeah, me too. Well, I it's amazing who they had. I mean, seriously, when you think of bandstand, you you think of like you know the the, the team, you don't think of Hendrix is on there. No, mm -hmm. but he was. Yeah. Canned Heat. Canned and Heat I always loved there. the. Rate a record. Was the, about my favorite. The Pink Floyd. <laughs> you know, yeah. Well, yeah. back then you okay. didn't get as much music. You had to go out and buy albums uh -huh. to listen to music. Yeah. So to have it on TV was so unusual. You really appreciate Now it's everywhere. Most of those Rater records didn't go anywhere. Uh, nowhere. They went nowhere and you never heard of them. And again. a lot of them sucked. <laughs> yeah, really bad. But it was but, fun to yeah. <laughs> say, oh, man, this and song then, sucks. And then the contestants at the end got a little uh, portable record player radio thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, here I'll age you. Yesterday, I think I saw on Twitter, because I tweeted it, that um, this day in 1979, Led Zeppelin released um, its final uh, In Through the... Now, they did release Coda after In Through the Outdoor, but this was its final album, um, doesn't that make you feel old? Led uh -huh. 44 years ago. Led Zeppelin released In Through the Outdoor, which was an okay Led Zeppelin album. I I was not that impressed with it, and that's why they were planning on, they knew the album hadn't done very well, and they wanted to come back. And Led Zeppelin had lost me by then. By then? Yeah. Presence wasn't a very good album. That was the set. That was, I mean, they had the first four, then Houses of the Holy, then Physical Graffiti. Pres Presence just wasn't as good. And they were in sort of a slump. Their last two albums had not done as well. I was uh, a big fan uh, with record one. And two. And two was great. I love three, too. It was a Three was good. Four, Stairway to Heaven didn't... Uh, like, I mean, I, I liked big, Stairway to I liked Heaven. I like that, but, but I wasn't a huge Black Dog fan. I wasn't... There's songs on there that just didn't blow me away. I, I agree. One, two, and three were incredible. And, uh, and they were I more bluesy then, too. They really And needed, I liked that better. And really, I liked Houses of the Holy, too. If they would have continued, they wouldn't have had... It just... They wouldn't have had the aura they do now. Oh, I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Same way with Jimi Hendrix, Janis yeah. Joplin. Uh, for sure. I mean, to go way over... 
Nile Kinnick in a way. Don't you think the way he died young adds to his legend and mystique? I mean, I think that's always the case. Well, Janis Joplin could have continued because she would have just gone into blues. Well, I think Hendrickson. Hendrickson, And Hendrix would have... Would have uh, Buddy Holly's the one we've talked about this yeah. before. He's the one I would have been fascinated to see how he would have handled the psychedelic '60s and all that. I you think, think it would have impacted gone, him at all. I think it, yeah, he would have gone, been great. I think he would have uh, gone country. You think so? Yeah, because it was country anyway, really. Yeah, in a lot of ways, it was. Yeah, it was. But well, and we, I, it would have been fun to see Rich, what Richie Valens would have done. That was the too. other one I was going to yeah. mention because he was very man. I think he was only seventeen when he. Past Richie Ballins was. It was really, it was it was really neat and kind of weird when I got introduced at the Hall of Fame. That that his sister took. Doesn't she kind of? Yeah, she's very involved with it, isn't she? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was nice to meet her. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but uh, I mean, you're going, wow, that's Richie Ballins' sister. Yeah. Sixty-four years ago. Yeah. So he'd be 60, he'd be he'd be eighty one. Yeah. And now it's too late to go back to the Hawks. Yeah, no, God. we've we've killed another two hours. It's too now. late. <laughs> no, I um I enjoy going off on these music tangents, and yeah. you know there's plenty of time to talk about the Hawks. And I looked, I didn't see anything major on Twitter, and and I mean we've talked about the basketball team coming back. They're all back from the tours. Doesn't sound like anyone got hurt. No, nope, so that's doesn't. the. The best thing, Owen Freeman had a double-double, I believe, in all three games, but I'm not going to read too much into that or too little into that. It no. is what it is. I mean, I mean, these foreign tours, it's hard to really gauge. The one thing that didn't surprise me, though, was Cricky. When, when they need points. He's going to get them. He, my guess is he probably will lead them in scoring this year. I would think so. But I think with Cricky, Patrick McCaffrey, and Tony Perkins and Sanford, those are four good scores. Yeah. I could see all those guys averaging in double figures. So there, we finished with a little Hawks. There yeah. you go. There you all go. right. Hawkfanatic.com. Check it out. It's free.